Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Friday, April 29th, 2022. We're back, episode 101. First one in the triple digits after the after the big one hundo, which we celebrated with nothing. I think this is a fitting one because it's the last episode of the first season. We're going on a break after this, and it's National Zipper Day. By the works of God, zippers. Which oh. I know. <laughs> you took you a second, <laughs> yeah. but you're there. I, I wore a sweater with zippers today. I'm still wearing it. I've never been much of a zipper guy. I will continue to not be a zipper guy, but that's just me. You zipper guy? I was I was a huge zipper guy, you know, elementary, through <laughs> elementary. And then kind of I grew out of them because, like, hoodies got cooler and stuff. But zippers are great. I think I'm slowly moving back towards zippers again um, and phasing out of the hoodies. But, yeah, still have a tough time. Like, I understand kind of how they work, but it's, it's still a little tough for me, oh like God. how they just fit in there when you zip them. Yeah. <laughs> okay yeah. uh, like, Owen's the only one who got Owen's that like, so you, yeah, know, yeah. you know you're telling me you know how like it slides up and you know how that clicks in oh like, that's what oh that's what you wow what the about. what'd you guys think I was talking about <laughs> Owen understood that perfectly yeah. I thought about that dude I've like run it like slowly I'm like can I like see it going in yeah. like, nah. <laughs> you take like a flashlight yeah. you're like how yeah. the hell is it like you're trying to look it in from the top angle <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, see, I've never done that. I just kind of <laughs> yeah. do it and go. I thought you were talking mm. about like when it gets jammed because I always can't figure that out. Like, how do you well, get jammed? Well, that's not fun either. Yeah. Have you ever just got so mad that you just rip it and it like Oh, yeah. Zipper? That's. Oh, yeah. The first time you do that as a kid, that's a crazy feeling. Yeah. When you're like, whoa, like, can I undo what I just did? Like, oh, no, your jacket's <laughs> dead. And then you walk around for the rest of the day with your dead hoodie, like with the big hole in the chest, like Superman style. That's tough. Zippers, man, they'll get you. You got to yeah. be on the lookout. Yeah. What's up, Adam? You didn't have, have much on zippers. Yeah, I'm not a zipper guy, personally. I just wear the uh, the hoodies or the sweaters. Maybe a quarter zip, like on the shoulder or like up on here. The like yeah. a zip like this? Yeah, it goes oh. like from your neck to your shoulder, like a little quarter zip Never that way. That like oh, tearaway pants type B. Yeah, they're nice. You know what I mess with is the zipper in the armpit. You ever seen those? No. no I don't oh, mess you with can hide those. like a snack? You, well, it's mostly, I think, for like ventilation, but you could probably oh. see like, those... a snack in there. <laughs> Not really a pocket, more of just like an opening. You know those pants oh, that have okay. the zippers down the leg for the ventilation? Yeah. My go- parents still try to get me to wear those. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, it's hot out today. Like, you should wear these ones. Just zip like, away. <laughs> you put the pants in the pocket, the little the legs, like sleeves. Those are kind of, yeah. Man. Yeah. They're unique. I can relate with Adam. Parents trying to make, like, dressing recommendations when we're all, oh. like, well over the age of 18 is, yeah. oh, my God, so annoying. So annoying. Like, I wow. I don't think I've been recommended to wear something since I was, like, 14 good for you wow you're lucky dude yeah i've been recommended to wear like stuff today really what were you what'd you (laughs) my mom was like your shorts are too short like you need to get some new shirts your hats are gross like it's an everyday thing i she went like advise us (laughs) i'm like i don't need to be advised they're like do you see the temperature outside i'm like i know it's minus 40 like i know i'll be fine i know my i know my body temp i got this um we are going on a break after this i think the next show that you'll hear from us will be on monday may 16th wow 
so wow. I didn't even know that. Holy. I know that's like a half month off. I think wow. if you do the math, that's four. So it's a nice it's vacation. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You like that math? Yeah. yeah uh-huh. Stay tuned because yeah. we're gonna get to math. Um, no, it's gonna be a nice break. We've never taken a break like this before. I think we've earned it because if you do, if you know, if you go back in the bowels of time, the first episode was about the NFL draft. So I think there's some nice mm-hmm. symmetry here. It only would have exactly. been better if it ended on a hundred. But we could, we can make this like an annual thing. Mm-hmm. Annual Possibly. break on the NFL yeah. draft. I'm down for that. Yeah, it's like how they do with TV shows. You do the season, and then there's like a break. Yeah, except right? their breaks like four months. Ours <laughs> is two weeks. Oh, we work a little bit harder. We well, yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. We're addicted to the grind. There's <laughs> nothing else I can say. Yeah, yeah, right in the middle of the NBA playoffs and stuff doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, just miss round two. Like it just doesn't <laughs> yeah, matter. Who cares about round two? Yeah, yeah literally, dude. It's about the finals. Yeah. yeah. Or round one of the playoffs of uh, NHL. Yeah, just cut it out. Well, we don't. Yeah. I mean, we don't talk about those anyway. That's fine. Yeah. But we'll talk about them in a bit. We're going to get to a bunch of stuff today. Try to pack the episode pretty tight. But uh, while we're on vacation, you might as well. We take the opportunity. If anything crazy happens, you'll probably hear from it from Alex on the on the TikTok at the Flag Podcast. That's right. Any breaking news, I'll I'll be uh, I'll be breaking it there. If it's you know worthy <laughs> enough, we'll determine as a group if it's worth a worth a TikTok, and then yeah, we'll get it out. Worth one from everybody, maybe like Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. If it's if it's that type of situation, then I'm gonna have to ask everybody to yeah, get to the bathroom right now. Get to the bathroom yeah. And pump yeah. out the talk. Phil, I'm looking right at you. Yeah. I know. I'm still still in the drafts. I have. Yeah. Just, I got a couple more edits I want to make, but good stuff going over there. Three hundred thousand likes, two thousand followers. Good stuff. So mm-hmm. just had to plug that we'll for flex. the people. We'll flex. Let's go. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. No. Well, that's what happens when you're the hardest working podcast in the game. Yeah. Yeah. You get take to flex us. a little bit. We do get yeah. to flex yeah. and take a two-week break in the middle of the NBA playoffs. <laughs> that's what it's all about. You know, I was thinking about this break, and I, <laughs> I promise we'll get to the NFL draft in a second, but I was thinking about this break, and I was like, what are we going to do in July when it's all over? Because last year, the NBA playoffs went to like mid-August. Do you remember that? I like did. the Bucks were winning the championship oh, yeah. in August. This year, we're just going to be like, wow, like I wish we saved up our vacation, but it's too late. Like <laughs> the vacation dates are already too set. Late. A lot of NFL previews. Oh. Tickets are booked. Like <laughs> yeah. people are out of the city. Dude, like we're gonna have to go position by position breakdowns <laughs> for the Jags, dude. Like we're gonna get deep, but uh, we'll we'll talk about the NFL draft. To be honest, I will I will say Roger Goodell opened the draft with he he had a weird kind of night. He was stumbling over his words a lot. His mic was kind of messed up. But the first thing he said was "Welcome to the 22 NFL draft." So. <laughs> We'll do 16 action. And Alex will appreciate that one. But I love that. Um Owen watched most of the draft with me. That was awful. That was yeah. out for interest level, that was about a one out of ten. Yeah. One quarterback taken. He got taken twentieth, so it's not even like he was like a high, you know, number one pick. They said that was the latest a quarterback got taken in the twentieth first century. So it's uh, like 1997, I think. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not what you like to see from an interest standpoint. The first four players were defense. I think five, actually. Uh-huh. Um, you know it's bad when they're really hyping up. Like, guys, you're going to want to see the receivers going in the tens in this draft. <laughs> like, those guys, they're crazy. That's when you know the draft is a little bit heat. But, you know, it, I'm, I'm conflicted because this is an NFL show. 
I like to talk about NFL as much as humanly possible. I think we all agree on that, that Uh the NFL is like the greatest thing. But when it's this bad, like, wow, like, what are we even going to say? You know, that's that's kind of the wall I run into. I think one person that would have loved this is Tony. Because you remember when he was here for the Super Bowl and we were asking him to drop a score prediction. He's like... You know, I want a big defensive game, low scoring. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like Tony was getting amped up. I think he was. And he, it was a good draft for the Lions. Let's get that on the record. Yeah. We'll, I'm sure we'll be mentioning them later. But, Owen, oh, you're you probably not enjoying this draft. The no, no, no. Me. It's probably the worst draft I've ever seen. Uh, it definitely is the worst draft I've ever seen. Like, for me, the most interesting part was just how many, like, it seemed like the NFL was trying to showcases many like actual like freak show no it really was because <laughs> they cut to the fans here's the thing i noticed a lot of the fans were wearing these jerseys that were their favorite team number 22 and the nameplate just said nfl draft it was kind oh, of a crazy yeah. move i saw a seahawks one i saw a chiefs one i saw a titans one i saw a jets one the, the chiefs too the guy that came on stage yeah one uh-huh. guy came on stage wearing it I said, you know, you kind of love your team so much. It's like, man, I'm so happy to be here, but, like, I don't know who we're going to take yet, so I'm just going to go with the safe 22 NFL draft. Or I don't know, like, if there was a discount on those or what was happening, but it was crazy. Uh, that's, some, that's some big time, like, are we living in a simulation yeah. stuff. Metaverse. Like, are these people real? Because, as you said, who the hell just gets a 22 NFL draft? <laughs> like, I got to be honest. Like, that's that's quite odd. So, Welcome to the 22 NFL draft. Yeah. That's what it's all yeah. about. No, I I mean, and I've roasted all types of customized jerseys, but that might be the worst. Yeah. Like, I'll like you know, put your name on the back of it or some other weird stuff, like super fan number one. But 22 NFL draft, that's a disaster. <laughs> yeah, I and want I mean, one, dude. One of the least memorable ones too of all time. Yeah, what are they gonna do with that jersey? <laughs> Wear it to the game? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, it just doesn't make much sense to me. But I was also thinking. And there was, they said there was over half a million people there, which that is in, belongs in cap or not. There's no way half a million people are showing up to the NFL draft. There was a lot of people. It was outside. It looked like, you know, kind of a nice day. It was very sunny. Roger had to do the the hand hat, you know, uh, it, you really got a block. Mm. But what I will what I was saying to Owen is half a million people going to that, like that's the worst I would never want to go to the NFL draft. That's what I was going to ask. Like, even just seeing it, like, all the people outside just standing there, that looked like the worst place to be ever. Like, I would never want to be there. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is, with, I feel with, like for the like draft. the sun and stuff? Yeah, like, out in the sun, like, surrounded by, like, thousands of people. It's just like, yeah. why, why, why am I here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the other thing is, Phil and I were talking, like, the draft is, like, one of those events where I feel like you kind of need the broadcast you like need you need the internet like, you well you need somebody to like tell you what the pick is like you know watch the film yeah like especially for me like once it got to like pick like 15 i was like you know you could put any name on there i was just like it was dark it could have been no fake, idea and i would have no clue yeah. that's the thing and like tyler smith like are we sure that's like a are we sure that's a real person <laughs> yeah, we need, like, a, yeah. A, like we need to see him do like the beat no, test or something I, yeah. verify yeah and on and on the cap, cap or not, I, I think it's cap for sure because, like, we're not in Cleveland. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're in Las Vegas. Like, no one is like, 
nah, like I'm not gonna go to the strip. I'm gonna wait and see like Cole Strange get drafted. Like <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't want to go gamble or like go to like a club. Like I'm staying here, boys. I think <laughs> it probably emptied out after about pick five. People are like, this sucks. Like let's like just walk away. Like it's not like this is like a big deal. Like the ticket was probably free. Like I can just walk in and out. Um, yeah, and we talked about the washroom lines at Coachella. Imagine it there. Oh, like geez. imagine being dehydrated oh. there and i don't oh. think they had to set up many women's bathrooms i can tell you that much it looked like a lot of dudes a lot of dudes there was the odd girl there but it was like kind of a rarity to see one i so. guarantee you though there were some lifelong friendships made in oh, that of course. pit of like course. there's that some pit. fans like some <laughs> buffalo fans yeah. and some like jets fans that just like they're bonded now oh definitely yeah. for life yeah, yeah. Of course, that's yeah. what happens when you just get sweaty in Las Vegas and you're just breaking <laughs> down bit. film between Cole Strange and Quay Walker. You're just figuring <laughs> it all out. Um, <laughs> it was pretty, it, it was an interesting event. Let's just say I'm not that interested in going in the future. But if you all wanted to go, I would go with you. That's the dedication Let's I'm go. willing to provide. Um I guess what we could start with is probably, I guess the A.J. Brown trade is the most notable thing that happened going to the Eagles for the 18th pick and he immediately signs that four-year 100 million dollar extension we'd sort of talked about the possibility of that trade going in i i don't really know how i feel about it for the eagles because the titans took that guy at 18 who immediately they said this is like aj brown three years ago like the titans just regenerated him in in a rookie form and then i was like would i rather have that or pay aj brown 25 million dollars a year i don't know that he can stay entirely healthy for a season i know they have lots of money I guess I'm okay with it. I, I don't really have much of an opinion there. I think I'm less of an AJ Brown fan than most are, but you like the move, Alex? Yeah, I, I'd agree because AJ Brown hasn't really stayed healthy uh, much, especially the last couple of years. And um, I don't know. I feel like teams are kind of moving off. I think we've seen it with a lot of with a lot of these teams where they're just kind of moving off the guys that have you know played four or five years and are kind of getting up there in age, and they'd rather just get a young guy in there. Um, and obviously, I mean, as we know, the problem with that is you got to hit on that pick because, you know, if you don't, it's going to it's not going to turn into a good asset. And, you know, you do have Tannehill and he, you need to surround him with good talent and you can only run the ball so much with Derrick Henry. So and from what I've seen, the Titans are still considering themselves as a contender. So um, you do got to kind of nail that. But I kind of like it. Um, I, I, I think I like it for the Eagles, too, though. Like, I don't think, you know, A.J. Brown is is horrible. I don't think it's it's a crime to pay him whatever you said, 20, 25 million. Um, they've been needing a receiver. And, you know, Brown and Devonta Smith might actually be a uh, be a pretty good. <clears throat> and the Jazz are eliminated. Um, might be a pretty good pairing. <laughs> Sorry, I had to see that. Bogdanovich had an open three to win the game, and they lost. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I love okay. live, live cutting double screen Alex. Let's go. All right. I'm turning that off. So Thank We're you. good. Sorry, I had to see that. No, that's okay. Live update. I appreciate it. No, live that. update is always welcome. Hey. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Breaking news. I, I remember early in this uh, show's history, maybe episode three or four, I broke in in the middle of one of Owen's sentences to break the news that the Panthers had tied the lightning at four. I don't think it made the final cut of the show, but it's something I did. I remember it well. Uh, it was good. Yeah, good times. You got anything on the AJ Brown trade? Yeah, I think for the Eagles, it's like not a bad move because they have like drafted really bad 
outside of like maybe he, Devonta Smith. He didn't like Ortega Whiteside no. and Jalen Rager. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean he could be a good tight end. So like yeah, Jerry's out. Pro Bowl. Jerry's out. He could turn that around. But I mean they haven't done a good job uh, drafting wide receivers. So they're probably like looking at this guy Burks. I think was the guy that ended up getting taken in the spot. Yeah, Trailer Burks. Five, yeah, yeah and they were Burks. like, like we like this guy, but like. Like we, like yeah. I don't know if I trust myself. Yeah. So like, let's just trade this and then get AJ Brown because we know AJ Brown is good. Like they're doing what I think the Patriots should do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Probably. Yeah. Patriots should be trading picks for verified assets yeah. at this point for sure. <laughs> and you don't want to, you know, jump on Cole Strange too much. I'm sure we'll get to him mm-hmm. later. You want anything on uh, AJ Brown? Sorry, I spaced there. No, I think it was a good trade. I agree with Owen. Not much to add. Let's go. Let's go. I'll get you first on this one after me because I got to go first when we're talking about the only quarterback taken. Let's go. <laughs> Kenny Pickett goes 20th to Pittsburgh. I, I'm in. I like it. But I said to Owen, watching the way that the teams treated Malik Willis, I think we could have got him on day three. I don't, I don't think there was much competition to get this quarterback here. But I'm in. I like it, obviously, from Pitt. I think a year on the bench, give him some reps. I mean... It's not really like the Steelers have a many immediate, immediate holes that they need to fill. They did a pretty good job in free agency getting up front on the O-line. I like their running back. I like their playmakers. I like a lot of what they've done. So I'm okay with it. I don't know how good he'll be. I hope he's really good because it would make for a great story. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Steelers haven't had a young quarterback like this since, uh, I don't know, Mason Rudolph. Now they have a few. Yeah. Getting got, crowded in there. We got a stable. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> we still got Mason Rudolph. I, you a pick it guy at all? You in for this? Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Um, I don't really know how I feel about the Steelers taking him just because of how crowded the room is there. And, you know, Baker Mayfield, the weekly updates with him, and you don't know who's going to be the starter over there. So, I mean, you know, but... Mitch. Yeah, but it's just very crowded, and I'd rather see him go somewhere where he can sit behind like a certified starter for a few years and learn that way. Yeah, that's I feel fair. like it's a better environment for him as a player. Uh, I don't doubt that. I think the Steelers will be pretty good about not putting him in unless he's ready, though. I don't think they'll like rush that's him true, into the true. action. Um, I think they would go with Rudolph before they would go with him if anything <laughs> happened to Mitch, unfortunately. You have anything on Kenny Pickett, Alex? Uh, yeah, like I think we always knew all along it was going to be Kenny Pickett to the Steelers that just kind of seemed like a fit. I am just a bit a bit surprised. I thought uh, maybe they could have traded back. I mean, at least back into the second round because looking at it, none of these teams were, you know, it was the Chiefs, the Packers, Bills, Cowboys, Ravens, Bengals. Jags. Like, like none of these Bengals, like none of these teams are taking a quarterback with the last 10 picks. And I think you could get pretty good value with, the, you know, a team if they really wanted a guy moving up, you know, however many picks. So, um, thought they possibly could have maybe done a little bit better there, but you know if they thought that was their guy, then yeah, go for it. You want anything on KP? Yeah, are you worried about his hand size? Uh, totally. Yeah, I definitely am. Okay, okay, there we go. That was it. That was that was a good question. You impressed <laughs> me on that <laughs> one. Uh, I will say, like I was, I was mentioning to Alex. Alex said he was relieved because the Raiders had no pick today. It was the best he's felt about a draft in a long time. He was oh saying, yeah. No Gruden, no Mayock, and we don't have a pick, so there's no way this goes badly. The Steelers are like. I genuinely, I don't stress about the draft at all because I'm like, they'll probably pick somebody half decent. I'm not that worried about it ever. So One thing on that, on Pickett, is he gets the call, right? <laughs> and it just seems like the girlfriend is like trying to like make it all about her. Like she's like in the middle of the shot. Mm. 
you know, she was like talking to everybody, like make like she was like trying to get his attention and trying to talk to him. Like let the guy have a, like his moment, like let it breathe a little bit. Yeah, you don't know what be I mean? excited for your boyfriend. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but like you gotta let her like let it, the moments about it's like about him. Yeah, like, like she's like still in the spotlight him. a little bit. Don't celebrate. Owen Owen strikes me as the guy like if he was getting drafted in the NFL, Uh like and they give the live shot of Owen, it would just be Owen in the room, no one else. (laughs) Like everybody, like like get the hell out. Like I don't need any distractions right now. Yeah, Yeah, that's fire. That's how they should do it. Yeah, yeah, just in a little dungeon by himself, like a jail cell. He's in a tomato can by himself. Yeah, Yeah. he just sits there. Why are we celebrating? Still have work to do. Locked in. Uh huh. Yeah, watching film. Somebody just throws a hat down the stairs. (laughs) He just goes and picks it up, puts it on. That's what you would like. Yeah, maybe sitting on a wooden bench. Maybe. Otherwise, he's just on the floor, crisscross applesauce. That'd be pretty fire. Um, I think the most productive way we can do this with talking about football, the maximum amount. Is we can sort of go by division, and if you have nothing, you can just pass till your next turn. There is no pressure to have a take because, boy, there's going to be divisions where we blank. So you just name a division. I'll let you know what happened. If you want to take, shoot it. NFC East. Yeah, I knew that one was going to be first. That was a hot request. The Giants picked fifth and seventh. They got Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal. I actually like both those picks. Eagles got Jordan Davis and obviously traded for A.J. Brown. They picked Jordan Davis 13th. Commanders got Jahan Dotson, who was a receiver from Penn State at 16. And the Cowboys loading up on the offensive line with a penalty-prone tackle, as they called him, (laughs) Tyler Smith, who uh, apparently he had to break both his legs when he was 15 because he had some sort of disease in his legs with his bones, and they broke him and had to let him re-heal. They said he was in cages. As a kid, I trust me, I'm not making that up. There's no way I could. His make legs that were up. in cages. Yeah, his yeah. legs were in cages. Yeah. yeah, they had to break them and let them reheal. But apparently, Ian Rapport made sure to stress the medicals were not an issue, which I mean, I think they might be. But Alex, you want anything what? on the East? Hard look here at Tyler Smith's medical. He had a condition called Blunt's disease that affects the growth plates around his knee. He was bow-legged until high school. Then the doctors had to put his legs in cages, re-break his legs, and let them heal properly. Teams took a hard look at this. They deemed him fine. No issues going forward. Um, so I think uh, two teams that kind of stood out for me were definitely the Eagles. So we talked about A.J. Brown. I thought that was still a good move. Anytime you can get a guy like A.J. Brown, I think you'd do it. Um, and I love Jordan Davis. I thought Jordan Davis was an absolute beast. And at the end of the day, I don't really care how good he is. He's like the largest human I've ever seen in my life. And like you want that on defense. Like you can't tell me you don't want Jordan Davis on your defense. Um, because he's just going to overpower people, I think. And, and I think he was pretty good for that Georgia run as well. Um, so I thought the Eagles actually had a pretty productive day. And in regards to the Giants, I don't know about the Kayvon Thibodeau pick. I like the Evan Neal pick. I would have just went two offensive tackles, bro. Like, your <laughs> offensive line I agree. so freaking bad this whole time. And maybe I can see it where it's like, okay, well, we don't really have a franchise QB to even be drafting two offensive lines. Like, who cares, though? Like, I still would have drafted the two offensive linemen because it looks like you know, the top, top offensive line guys were pretty good. So I would have just went two offensive lines and just so, just so, I mean, you do have Saquon Barkley too, you know, he's probably not as good anymore, but like, look what (laughs) happened to him with that horrible offensive line. Like I would have just went with two bro. And they still got Wayne Gallman, your boy. So, Oh, he's going to tear it up if they would have done that. (laughs) (laughs) You've been having a huge season. Oh, and you were big on uh, Jordan Davis's suit. 
Yeah, I was gonna say I thought you had like one of the best suits of the draft. <laughs> you're you're the for, fits guy usually yeah. with the NFL draft. So yeah, well I like to pay attention to it. But like for those who didn't see it, it was you know like a classic black suit for the most part. But it had it looked like a red sash, yeah, kind of. But it was like into the suit. It was like fabric. Mm. It was like across like that. So it was like <laughs> red because he went to Georgia. So it was like a little homage to you know his alma mater. Oh. Mm. Right, love your school. Yeah, so he was like you know. All these Georgia players get drafted, like rep Georgia a little bit, but he kept it like classy, and maybe, professional. Maybe he wanted to go to the Falcons though. Little, wow, little black and red. Wow, just an idea for Interesting. you. Interesting. I don't know why that would be. I don't know why anyone <laughs> yeah. would go to the Falcons. <laughs> that's the that's the burning question. Yeah. That's the TBD. Yeah. Um, you go ahead on your Tyler Smith pick there. I, I didn't love it, but Me you spin it in a positive light. I mean. Uh, I don't know how to do that exactly. I don't really have a big take here. I just kind of wanted to hear about the NFC, so that's why I requested it. Mm, mm. Right. I can't have much of a take on a tackle, but that's fair. That's I mean, Tyron Smith always hurt, so get a Tyler Smith, get another Ty Smith in there. Yeah, right. nobody will even notice when you yeah, we, yeah. sub in except sub for, out, except for when he gets a holding penalty in like a playoff well, game. Tyron Smith. You know, he, does, he, he, he got some true. of those. Too. He does that too. Fair, yeah, fair, uh-huh. fair. that's Owen mentioned that that's exactly what you guys were missing in the Niners playoff game. A couple more penalties and yeah, it could have made the difference. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. NFC North mainly just to talk about Detroit. To be honest with you, Detroit picked Aiden Hutchinson at two, and they obviously got Jamison Williams at twelve. The Packers went with two defensive players. Nice. Aaron Rodgers gonna have a great time throwing to them, and uh, the Vikings took a safety. Bears had no pick. Mainly just about the Lions here, I'm sure. Aiden Hutchison, I think that's pretty much a home run. They mentioned that he's a big manifestation guy in the pregame that I watched, and then he has his dream journal inscribed on the inside of his suit. So when I saw that, I was like, that's a Dan Campbell guy right there. Uh, Dan Campbell seems like a big speak it into existence guy. So I was all for that. And Jameis Williams looks sick too. So Detroit actually had one of my favorite drafts. So I, I like the Aiden Hutchinson pick, like you said, um, huge home run. I think, I think he could be a real difference maker for them in their defense. Um, Michigan guy. I think that always helps, you know, add a little bit of fuel. And like you said, I feel like he's, he just fits the Dan Campbell system. I mean, if you have a dream journal about football, like, yeah. you know, that's 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 an immediate check um and a lot of people a lot of people had him going first so um i know he dropped a second but uh jameson williams i think he's the best wide receiver in the draft um i know he tore his acl but the recovery has been looking really good um he's already been doing drills like let's go doctor he saw the little ladder drill and he's like yeah yeah no he's been he's been uh ahead of speed with his recovery process so uh He's looking spry out there, and uh, I think he's easily the best wide receiver in this draft. He's my easily. favorite. So basically, wherever Jamison Williamson was gonna uh, Williams was gonna go, I was uh, gonna be a fan. So I think it was a great great draft by the Lions. I like how on his graphic they said ludicrous speed, tough, and then they said ACL injury. Mm, nice. Big three, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got them all. Once you get the first ACL, like you kind of like. You're good, basically. Uh, uh, is that how that works? Yeah, I don't opposite. think it is. Odell kind of ripped both. I just thought of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just as a just as a sidebar, were there any like effed up like dad died when he was like twelve? Like I I think they separate these broadcasts now because in the NBA draft, 
I tuned in because they have they run it on ABC and on ESPN. And from my understanding, if you watch the ABC broadcast, you get those stories. And if you watch the ESPN, it's just Mel Kiper blank staring into the screen, like talking <laughs> about his pro day. So I had it on the ESPN personally. So I missed out on the on the family stories. <laughs> yeah, the human interest aspect of things. Because I was I was watching the NBA draft with my dad last summer, and Cade Cunningham gets picked, and they didn't even say what position he was. It was just about like his family and like his brothers my dad was like i'm like what like i don't even know like what this guy does like so i think that's kind of what happened but i will say detroit owen mentioned it dan campbell the jaguars picked first obviously i've never seen this in my life the pick was in like 10 seconds after the jags picked it was unbelievable it was like so i saw big cat said the worst feeling in the fantasy draft is when you're two picks away and the guy in front of you immediately picks someone (laughs) (laughs) and the pressure's on so i think detroit went with the little bum rush strategy there and just jammed aiden hutchison down as quickly as they could which is a very dan campbell move and i respect the hell out of it so me too. Can I uh, introduce a little cap or not? Sure. On the yeah. Aiden Hutchinson point. I know this might be out of turn. But he said um, about the Lions, he said, <clears throat> it was the Lions all the way. The whole draft process, I wanted them to pick me. Little Jalen Green, actually. Yeah, there. little Jalen Green. <laughs> so I don't know like, if that's cap or not. I, well, it's I, cap. I, they were okay. saying on the broadcast that he wanted to go there, but he thought that like the Jags were going to take him. That was like the rumor for two months. So I don't know. I, I think he was hoping for it, okay. I guess. All right. I was just a little skeptical because, like, the Lions don't exactly have, like, a, a good track record. Like a convincing one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're kind of missing that aspect for yeah. sure. Um, I, I really do appreciate the Packers doubling down with two defensive players in this first round. Fantastic. Get Devontae Adams out. Get the assets back in. Like, maybe, mm. like, rehydrate the position. Your number one receiver, Sammy Watkins. No. Get a defensive <laughs> tackle and get a linebacker. In the last 10 years, they've picked one offensive player in the first round, and it was Jordan Love. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. Good, jo- good job on the Packers. Um, yeah. Well, want- Zadarius Smith is a, is a bigger loss than Devontae Adams, let's be real. So, they want, yeah. they want to replenish the defense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Replenish. That's what it's all about. Um, Jaguars took Trayvon Walker first. In this division, there was a lot going on. They obviously, they took a linebacker later on. The Texans had the third pick and took Derek Stingley, which I think was a little bit of a surprise to some people. And uh, Traylon Burks, we obviously mentioned no pick for the Colts. You're not going to believe this, but my Texans fan was absolutely fired up about the Derek Stingley selection. Loved it. Loved it. There was a universal hatred online, and he was, like, retweeting all the positivity. The great pick, best corner in the draft. It was, it was quite something. Quite a show by my Texans guy today. But uh, Trayvon Walker, you have anything? Any of you? First pick? One one word that I heard that was a little bit concerning with the, with the first overall pick was uh, a lot of people were saying high upside. It's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that's true, that's true. You're not drafting in like the late 20s. <laughs> yeah. Like it's the first overall pick. Yeah. Like it should be a high upside. Like like it should be a home run, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, it seems like Aiden Hutchison had like the lowest, like or the highest floor of anybody, which seems like what yeah. you'd want. So yeah, I don't yeah. totally understand it, but it's very Jags. So. Yeah, I love a project player at number one. Yeah. Yeah, like a little project. <laughs> exactly, like, yeah. Y- you know. It's like Ben Simmons. We'll this guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, who's a better, like, yeah, who's a better, like, shaper of football players than the Jags? 
literally you know? their yeah. best. Yeah. yeah. If just only get him in there. if only they had Urban left to just yeah. really get him into shape. Yeah. Uh, that's how you do it. Yeah. Maybe bring him back in a consultancy role. <laughs> it looked like the funniest part about the Jags draft is they flashed the 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 war room picture after the first pick, and half of the room looked delighted, and half of the room looked pissed. It was like I wonder which side liked Aiden Hutchison, and I wonder which one didn't. Um, apparently, they decided today. But they made sure to leak right before the pick. They knew who it was all along. So, nice. yeah, a little conflicting reports there from the Jags. Um, the Patriots, they're obviously the big story today. Taking Cole Strange, walking down the guy who was supposed to go in the 70s and scooping him up at 29, moving back to get him. So they could have had him at 21. Bill was probably sweating from picks 22 to 28. <laughs> like, God, if somebody takes Cole Strange, I'm just going to throw myself off the practice facility. But uh, the rest, Sauce Gardner to the Jets at four. Oh, and this is really for you because uh-huh. you're the Jets guy. They get Sauce Gardner, they get Garrett Wilson, they get Jermaine Johnson. Those are three pretty good moves. I'm a Sauce Gardener guy, personally. I'm a Sauce Gardener guy too. I mean, outside of his name, like I don't really know. <laughs> Never much gave about up a him. touchdown in college. I heard about yeah. that, so like I like that, and like now we got him and Bryce Hall, so that's like a pretty good pairing, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And then um, Garrett Wilson's like I was, you know, I didn't really know much about him, but I was during the draft, I was watching some of his uh, footage, crunch the tape, some of his tape, so you know, just doing some homework, just some Wilson to Wilson there. Yeah, some that's Wilson to Wilson, saying. and like he. He's got some like good hands, runs some nice routes. Nice. He's so, got hops. That's what you look for from a receiver. Yeah, and he's got hops, so yeah. like, <laughs> good you know, he's checking nice all the boxes. Yeah, he yeah. really is checking all the boxes. So I don't know if you said Jamison Williams number one. I don't know about that. Garrett Wilson. Yeah, Garrett Wilson might be number one. Big look, and physical. Yeah. yeah, I think the Jets did good too because out of the three picks in the first round, I've heard of all of those guys. So <laughs> nice. that's 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 a huge plus. It's kind of tough when you've never heard of the guys and you're like, damn, I don't know if this is good or not. But I've heard of all these players, so I think it's uh, it's a good draft. There's yeah. no worse feeling in the world than getting hyped. Mainly, this happens to you as a kid. You get hyped up for your team's pick. You're like, oh man, like this is going to be awesome. And then they just pick some guy you never heard of, and it's oh, like, yeah. oh my goodness, what? Like I did all this work for nothing. I remember the Spurs used to do that to me all the time. Luka Samanich. I'm like, who? <laughs> what? Like, dude, like Matisse Thibel's right there. Like just take him, Luka Samanich. Oh, yeah, the, the Wilson to Wilson connection could be sick. Yeah, you know, it will be. Weapon. And he, they said that Garrett Wilson is really good in the air. And I said, oh, and that's good news because he's going to be jumping a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's exactly yeah. what you're looking for. Yeah, wide catch radius. That's yeah. what we need. <laughs> exactly, yeah. wide catch radius. Yeah. The number one receiver taken was Drake London. He went eighth to Atlanta, who he looked pretty spectacular in all the clips I saw of him. I can understand why he was the first receiver off the board. Chris Olave was another receiver who went 11th to the Saints who moved up to get him. Saints took a tackle later and the Panthers took a big offensive tackle, 6th, who went to NC State. I don't want to risk it mispronouncing his name, but great great Nigerian-themed suit yeah. on the guy, so respect. I was going to say, so at this point, do we just, I'm just thinking like, you know, with the Falcons and everything, do we just slot him right, right under Zacchaeus? Or yeah. Uh, is that what we're thinking? It, well, he's got to compete for that number one job. Oh, okay. And Auden Tate's right up there, too. Right. So you, <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh-huh. right. Okay. Mariota's got to be licking his chops right yeah. now. He's like, wow, I, yeah. this is the situation for me. <laughs> That's always tough when you're like leaving your team to like on your prove it season. Like, all right, like if you don't do good this year, like we'll see you in the XFL. And he's looking at Zacchaeus <laughs> and Auden Tate and Drake London. That's tough. I should mention Kyle Pitts too, I guess. But I, I think you're probably an Olave guy, Alex, from what I understand. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought it was a good 
good need that the the, the Saints addressed. Uh, you know, gonna have Jameis back, so another weapon he can use. And I don't even know what's going on with Michael Thomas anymore. So, um, as far as I know, is he even like is he even coming back? Like I don't Does know. He what, play football what anymore? <laughs> like I don't know. So it's always good to get a little bit of insurance. And yeah, Chris Olave definitely seems like uh, he could be a good piece for them. Um, oh yeah, but the Falcons. I, I love the the Falcons just. You know, going step by step here. Last year, tight end. This year, wide receiver. <laughs> Maybe next year, running back in the first round or a second wide receiver. And I mean, they're just surrounding Mariota with a bunch of assets where they're like, "Hey, we're building you. You know, building a place where you can succeed. And if you don't succeed, it's on you." Yeah, yeah exactly. It is. It's totally on you. We gave you Cordero Patterson. What more can you ask for, really? Yeah. Come on. You want anything on the south? No, but I just like how at first Alex said Williams. <clears throat> was probably the best receiver in this draft, and then he was gassing up Garrett Wilson, and then you're like, "Oh, you're probably a Chris Olave guy," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That was the implication there. I, I think Alex likes <laughs> the receivers in this draft a little bit. <laughs> yeah. One uh, thing I've seen from Olave is like he catches a lot of like open touchdowns down the field from the little bit I've seen. Well, he'll be getting a lot of those. Yeah, he'll oh, be getting a lot of those. A lot of deep Dude, balls. same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always oh, yeah. a deep ball. <laughs> You know, not uh-huh. gonna lie, dude. I was watching some of the Ohio State uh, wide receivers, and you know, I don't want to, you Me know, too. rain on their parade, but a lot of like just the cornerback was nowhere to be seen, yeah. <laughs> like just nowhere. And they're like, This is a crazy sick touchdown. I'm like, Yeah, I don't know if he's gonna get that wide open in the NFL. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love those, are always the best college games where it's like 60 to zero, and it's just every touchdown is like an 80 yard bomb, like yeah. just scoring yeah. right away. <laughs> Alabama against App State. Yeah. 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 Those are the sickest games. Exactly. It'll be just some random Saturday, and you'll check on Instagram to be like, oh, CJ Stroud threw eight touchdowns today. Mm. Yeah. Number one pick. He's looking good. 2023. Uh, This division can go very quickly. NFC West, the Seahawks took Charles Cross ninth, and the Cardinals, Rams, and Niners didn't make a pick. But the Cardinals, actually, they secured Hollywood Brown for the low, low price of the 23rd pick in the draft, which was one. One of oh the most God. ludicrous things I think I've ever seen in my life. Who were they bidding against? Oh, my goodness. I said to Owen, I thought that if they got like a fourth for him, I was like, great move. <laughs> Apparently, he had 1,000 yards last year, so I could have fooled Apparently, me. Apparently, that yeah. doesn't sound real to me. That's okay. cap or not. That's like a trick to see if you're paying attention or not. <laughs> that's like a little misprint they did. Um, no, I. that's an insane move. But when you got to replace Christian Kirk, those are, I mean, you, desperate times those call for desperate measures. Do. Yeah. And when Kyler Murray has your whole franchise in a headlock, you're trading like a first round pick for Hollywood Brown. <laughs> yeah. I see where he said, we're going to reunite in the desert. If I was a Cardinals fan, I'd be like, oh, great. Thanks. I'm glad we're making decisions based on this guy's mood. Yeah. 20 oh. pick for Hollywood, 23rd pick for Hollywood Brown. Great move. Yeah. Wow. And Hollywood Brown is not happy to be there. Oh, he's, like, he's, he's, he's mad. Lamar Jackson. He's <laughs> furious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know what they paid for him. Like, I walked into the studio today and feels like he didn't. First of all, he didn't tell me where he went. He's just like Hollywood <laughs> Brown got traded, and then Alex told me it was Arizona. Feels like wait till you see what they like what they gave away for him. 
And I thought this was going to be like a trick where like they got him for free or something. <laughs> and then he pulled out 23rd overall pick. I'm like, wait. <laughs> they did it. Like they broke it. Like when they came back from commercial. So you, if you weren't paying attention, you took an extra long just pee break. It. You could have just missed it entirely. <laughs> and it was like the Ravens got a free pick from the Cardinals. Didn't they take him like what? 32nd pick three years ago or something like Somewhere that? Somewhere around there. Yeah. So they went up like nine picks. His value increased Somehow. since he's been drafted. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I've been, That's what I've learned today. Yeah, I will say uh, to Owen, the Seahawks taking Charles Cross ninth, that's like the funniest thing to me. It's like it never even occurred to them that maybe they should take a quarterback. Like, no, we got Drew Locke, dude. Like, we're literally fine. Like, we'll just take a tackle to protect him, obviously. Duh. Um, Two more we can burn through. AFC North, Ravens took a safety 14th. Kyle Hamilton, he actually looked good. Bengals took a safety in the 31st. Steelers took Kenny Pickett. I think that's a universal skip. I don't think we can really say anything there. So. Pass. Pass, pass, pass. Last one, AFC West, and this one's a special one for Owen. No, And for Alex, too. No pick for Denver, so we can cross them off. Nobody's got anything to say about Denver unless you, you're really keen. Um, the Chiefs took Trent McDuffie from uh, Washington, <laughs> 21st, and they took an edge rusher, 30th. Two good picks, but the headline stories here are Alex, the Raiders did not have a pick but Derek Carr unleashed the worst haircut of 2022 <laughs> on stage. What was your reaction when you saw that? Okay, hold on. Just pause. Because that is my bozo. But do you okay, want to okay. just cut it out completely and we can get back to it? Or do you want me to just bozo right now? No, no, no Come back to it. Come back. Come back. Come back. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> executive decision, the build-up, tough. But it's sorry, up for I'm later. So it's building up so for later. Sorry. No, it's not your fault. Owen. <laughs> Zion Johnson going to the Chargers, your uh -huh. new favorite player in maybe what? the NFL. He's, a, he's yeah. a guard, and he went to Boston College. But when this guy got picked, I, it was like a magnet to Owen's yeah. heart. I've never seen anything like it. No, I loved it because wow. it's like you see all these guys that come to the draft, and they're like, you know, they got their like best suits. They got like the Jordans on or the Dunks or whatever. This guy showed up. The button never came off. Like he was sitting with the button on, <laughs> with the button done, and he was just wearing the button up. And it was like just a normal gray suit. And then he had just like a plain orange tie. Like yeah. just straight out of dad's closet. Like, can you help me tie this? Like, come around <laughs> the back. Like, let me do it for you. Down past the belt, like a 12-year-old kid. You know what I mean? Like, it was just... And he was just beaming. Like, so happy to be there. It, grin, yeah. Grinning ear, ear to, to ear. ear. Yeah, It was really heartwarming, to be honest with you. I <laughs> love was. this guy. And he, the walk he did, it was so confident. It was yeah. like, wow. Like, first day on the job. Like, yes. It was great stuff. Yeah. I don't remember which guard got picked. It looked exactly like his dad. That guy was good, too. That guy, that guy was funny. If only I knew any of these players' names. Yeah, in this, strap, I remember. In this boring draft. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Anyway, any anything you want to say about the NFL before we go on break? Anything you're really looking forward to in the next couple of weeks? I saw Oba, Odell Beckham's number got claimed on the Rams, so maybe he's mm -hmm. not coming back. Cam Akers took over number three. Whoa. So, yeah, I know. Kind of rude, to That's be honest. That's disrespectful. Yeah, but anything you want to say about the NFL on break? It's your last chance for two weeks or hold your breath. I think this is kind of just after the NFL drafts on, it's kind of just a little bit of the dog days, no? Yeah, yeah. Looking wide. forward to OTAs until Aaron Rodgers makes like a threat. Yeah, until another Monday Night Gratitude. <laughs> if we're on break during up. Monday Night Gratitude, <laughs> if Monday Night Gratitude happens, Phil's getting on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, I might do emergency pod just me, <laughs> just me talking for oh, three minutes into my phone. I think we're getting a Monday Night Gratitude after the Packers draft. For sure. We're getting a heavy Monday Night Gratitude. Yeah. Well, Phil, yeah. you you sent me his 
the story he posted about he, just the draft. This was so funny. This I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> he posted this morning like a let's go like and it was a picture of the Packers like on the clock 22 on the clock 28 and they took a linebacker and a D tackle. <laughs> so so hurt. Yeah, the Packers doing a like securing him to a contract and now they're just gonna troll him even harder. Respect. That's how you do it right there. Oh oh, we we, we got rid of Devonte Adams, Sammy Watkins. We don't even need a receiver in the draft anymore. Or Sammy can do it for the week one, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, NBA playoffs. We could talk about it. Um, no game sevens, it looks like. I We're, we're taping this. Memphis, Minnesota is going to be tomorrow. I believe that's the last alive first-round series. Do I have that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So maybe there'll be a game seven there. Maybe there won't be. Quickly, I guess we can make a pick for game six. I like Memphis. I just, I've lost all my faith in Minnesota. But what do you guys think? Same. Yeah, I like Memphis. Alex? Yeah, I, I like Memphis too, just especially when Malik Beasley was saying that they're already thinking about playing Golden State. Like, you're an idiot. Like, <laughs> you're going to lose game six. Like, it's such a ludicrous comment. So, yeah, I like Memphis. Yeah, and that was a great game five. That was a fantastic basketball game. One of the games of the playoffs, but wow. So, are we going to say f- series of the playoffs so far? Yes, okay. series I of agree. the playoffs for sure. Most yep. exciting because they're both just idiots. Like the oh yeah, Anthony Edwards hits the most amazing three to tie, and then tie game. Tell me why you would try to steal the inbound down a tie game with four seconds left. Just runs. He was closer to his basket than he was to John Morant by the time the ball went in the hoop. So that was tough. But well, he's anyway. a football guy. Yeah, he, he, he thought he was cornerback there for a sec. Yeah, <laughs> jumped the route. Yeah. Did a little Trayvon yeah. Diggs action. <laughs> would have looked great if he stole it. Maybe would have had time to, I don't know, reach the free throw line by the time the <laughs> clock expired. Nice try on the steal, though. Um, because we're not going to be here for round two, and most of the matchups are set, at least they're pretty much all set, I guess we can make some picks for these series. Yep. We're back, which is nice. That's a little something for all of us to do. So first up, if we're going to do this game, Phoenix Suns, Dallas Mavericks. Phoenix obviously beat New Orleans out tonight. Pretty nice game. Dallas obviously takes out Utah. Thanks to Alex for the update. That was big. <laughs> Helped us out. And uh, in this series, I think I'm going to be of a pretty universal opinion here that I like the Suns. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was brave of you. I think, I think I'll go, I'll go Suns in seven because I think the Mavericks are really, really good. And Luca finally has like that second guy, like a second star in Brunson. And Brunson's been unbelievable. So, um, but I think, I think it's just gonna be a little too much playing the Suns. I, like Paul just dropping a 33 tonight, like just going like 10 for 10 from the field. It was, it was crazy. So I think I'm going to go Suns in seven. Yeah, statistically the greatest shooting performance in playoff history. Perfect from the field. Unbelievable stuff. I think it was 14 for 14 or 13 for 13 was the final tally. I didn't pick a game number there, so my bad. I'll take the Suns in five. I think I like I, I, I like Dallas. I really respect them, and I think that they do have that kind of second-star capability, but I think New Orleans is pretty damn good, and I think Phoenix is going to be a tough out the rest of the way. I think they went through their injury scare there. I think they know not to kind of play around with their food anymore after sweating out a 1-8 series like that. So I think they're just going to handle their business and go in five. But what do you got? Yeah, I think it'll be a six-game series. Um, and I think for a lot of the same reasons. I mean, I think the Suns are one of the best teams in the playoffs. I think they're, like we've mentioned before, they're like a historically, pretty historically good regular season team. Um, and then, yeah, they've been, you know, Paul had a really good game today. So I think they'll... 
uh, win this series, but then I, I got to give two games to to uh, Dallas just for the way they've been playing too. Just out of respect. That's a good respect think. thing. Yeah. I like that. Adam, you want to put a game number on it? I'll say five. Okay. I'll I give like them that. one game out of respect. Nice. Bro. Let's go. One game out of respect, gang. I'm a bit of a hater, but it's that's okay. okay. That's okay. If we're proceeding with the notion that Memphis moves on, it will be Memphis and the Warriors, but you can put T Wolves slash Memphis against the Warriors if you so choose, but we've all picked Memphis to advance in this series. Owen, you want to go first here? What do you like in this one? See, this one's really difficult. No, I'm gonna... it's not. No, it can't be that difficult. It's kind of difficult. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go with the Warriors in seven. Um, I think the experience probably wins out here. Um, I think, you know, I was a bit worried by the way Memphis handled um, Minnesota. Minnesota. And uh, the Warriors are a team where, like, if you get down 20 against the Warriors, there's, you're probably not going to come back from that. Um, so I think the experience wins out, but I do think Memphis is a really good team and they've had some good battles in the regular season. So I think it'll be close. You don't think that Steve Curl just let a 21 0 run happen and just sit there like with no tw- timeouts? Yeah. Twiddling his thumbs. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think he's the type of guy. I don't think so either. Yeah. I, Alex, you want to go? Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be golden state and five. I just think Memphis is still super, such a, such a, young and raw team like these guys are not ready and they're just i think letting minnesota stay in too many of these games you know going down and big in some of these games and having to claw back i really haven't been impressed with with their performance haven't been a huge jaw guy i know he's dropped a couple 30 pieces but i think i don't know i think i think he could be playing better for them um so and i think golden state's way too strong just way too much and and it'll be tough for memphis to handle so i'm gonna go golden state in five what do you like Golden State and four. I'm is a huge Golden State and four guy. No matter the opponent, he will go with Golden State and four. You got to respect that dedication to consistency. I like Golden State in this series as well. I hate to, you know, really exciting podcasting just going around. Yeah, I like I like Phoenix, Phoenix, and Phoenix. I like Golden State, Golden State, Golden State, Golden State. But I will say, I I think this is. Memphis's inexperience will kind of come to show here, but I do find it. I'm not as sold on the Warriors as you guys, so I'm going to go with seven. I'm going to agree with Owen because I think it is concerning that I don't think Denver is all that good. And Denver, I mean, Denver could have won Game Three. They won Game Four. They could have won Game Five. Easily, yeah. Yeah, I, I. And if we're saying that size is the Warrior weakness, like Alex has been saying with the Cousins Jokic tandem, which Alex, you know, when Denver takes the lead in Game Five, I got a nice text from Alex where he just said, "I should honestly be an NBA coach." I knew this whole time that the Cousins Jokic pairing would work. Which yeah, and Memphis can play to a size series. They've got big guys who can go. They got Tillman. They got Jackson. They got Adams. They got guys who Don't, can push uh. the pile. Shouldn't have said Adams, dude. <laughs> he is so bad. Yeah, but in this series, he might be able to do something. He might. He might. Like in this Fair enough. Minnesota series, has been played off the floor because of Towns. But What's his first name? Steven. Okay. You, I was making sure I knew. Yeah, you know him. You know him. I mean, he was good when I watched basketball. In 2016. Yeah. Russell Westbrook. Is he bad now? Like he's just he's just not a great fit for the, for the way the game's played now, you uh, know. He, he never developed the jump shot that we uh, were looking for from the big <laughs> New Zealand big man. Um, no, I, I'll take him in uh, seven. I like the Warriors in seven. Eastern Conference side. Now that they're all set in stone, this is going to be a great round too. It's a good thing that we won't be here to talk about any of it. Um, the Celtics and the Bucks. That is going to be a fantastic oh, series. That I, I know we said this in the Nets Celtics series appointment TV. 
that's appointment TV right there. Set aside what you're doing, get to the TVs and watch Celtics Bucks. There is no Chris Middleton for the entirety of the series. That was the report this morning that the MCL sprain is actually worse than they thought. That's a huge loss for Milwaukee. Obviously, it doesn't, you know, doesn't take a genius to figure that one out. But this is going to be a great series. Alex, what do you like here? I think I'm going to go Celtics in six. Uh, I've just been absolutely like uh, it's it the way the, the Celtics have been playing basketball. Like, I don't know, maybe the Nets just aren't as strong as uh, of an opponent, but I've, I've been uh, super happy with how they've played basketball, both on, you know, the defensive side of the ball offensively, they, they, they they've been clicking like crazy. Um, and I think Tatum's, I was making fun of it where, you know, I think, I don't think it was actually on the air, but where he was saying like to Embiid, like, you know, you better win MVP this year because I'm winning it next year. I don't know. Tatum might actually be like the next guy. Um, he's, he's just played unbelievably this year. And I honestly respect how he's just checking the best guy on the other, on, on the other opposing teams uh, on the opposing team. Like whether it's Durant, I'm sure he'll be checking a lot of Giannis uh, this game. And I just think the Middleton injury is way too big. Like I've said, this is Middleton's team. Um, they don't have a guy to close out if it does get tight. So, um, and I think Chicago was like one of the worst teams that made the playoffs this year. So uh, I don't want to get too too carried away with you know Milwaukee handling business there. But I like Celtics and six. Yeah, Adam, what do you like? I also like Celtics and six. Adam had a visceral reaction when Alex said Celtics and six. Yeah, he stole my pick. Ah, uh, stolen right from out, <laughs> right from under your nose. You couldn't see it coming. What do you like? I'm gonna go with Celtics in five. Oh, um, wow! And I think yeah, it's this the Bucks. A little different. Like, yeah. Oh, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> the Bucks. Uh, it's a team. It's like a ship with no captain, like without Middleton. I'm with Alex. On yeah. That. Uh, you know, you don't have that. You don't have that extra gear. The guy with the it factor. Yeah, you don't have the it factor. Um, but I mean, I think you go down the list. Like to me, Boston. They're one of the best defensive teams I've seen, um, in recent memory. So I think they're a better defensive team. I think they're better coached by like a significant margin, honestly. And I think with Williams back, I think they, they can match up better than most other teams can with um, Giannis. the Bucks and Giannis. So, um, yeah, I've just been like blown away with them. So I think, uh, I think we'll see a quick series. They're just so deep too. Yeah, like are. Peyton Pritchard wasn't a part of like the first three games and then, or, or first two games. And then game three, he comes in, drops like 20. <laughs> They've got so many deep, like just such a deep bench that I think it's going to go a long way in these playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, God, I hate the Celtics, man. I literally, the, the, the fact that they're, I had to listen to their fans talk for, about Tatum. Is he the next guy? Like, I know it's the truth, but just hearing them say it makes me sick. I hate it. So I, I'm going to pick the Bucks, but I do think that the Celtics will win the series, but I will not pick the Celtics. You will not find me doing that. So I'm going to say Bucks and seven, but what I, what does concern me is the Celtics, like you said, they're so deep. They can throw so many looks at Giannis. Like, I think Giannis is definitely the, number one in my opinion hardest guy to guard in the league I don't really think there's much of a debate about that so it is going to be hard to contain him obviously but what the Celtics did against Durant they're just going to do against him it's like here's Grant Williams for two possessions here's Jalen Brown here's Jason Tatum for five here's Robert Williams for one they're just going to throw different looks at him it's like they're so deep they've got the best defense in the NBA I really think they're going to win the championship, but I'm picking the Bucks in seven, and I'm praying that my boy Giannis puts on the cape. And if he pulls this off, that would be a, a monumental resume builder for his 
already pretty spectacular resume. So I'm hoping that it happens because I do love Giannis. Other series in the East is the Sixers. Sorry, Alex, I have tough times. I will talk about the Raptors mm-hmm. in a minute. Um, the Sixers and the Heat. Drake has come out and said that he likes the Heat in four. Drake's so, an idiot. Next yeah. question. <laughs> um, what do you like, Alex? Uh, I'm going to take... Uh, this is pretty tough. I think both teams are pretty even, uh, but I'll go I'll go Miami in seven uh, just because probably a little biased, but... Um, <laughs> I think I think you know, Miami is a dangerous team. We've seen all year they've they've suffocated the best player on the Hawks um, in their first round series, and I'm sure they'll cook up something good to you know just completely take and beat out of the game. Um, I think I think Bam could actually do a pretty pretty good job, um, and you know they've just got some good vets. I think um, the three is crazy. You know if 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 they start hitting down hitting threes, it's going to be good, but. Uh, I have to respect Philly. They've also they've also got a really deep team and and some tremendous players. So um, I think I'm gonna go Miami in seven, just because ah, they also have Doc. Like the, the Sixers have Doc, and I just can't trust Doc in in any series at this point. So I'm gonna go Heat in seven. I respect the pick. I have a feeling Owen will join you two in there. Yeah, I'm gonna go Heat in seven too. <clears throat> I think they match up really well. Like I think, like you're saying, Alex. I think Bam will be able to. Um, He'll be able to be limit him at least a yeah, little bit. Limit. That's a put good a word. dent in his production. Yeah, for put sure. a dent in um in Joel. In Joel Embiid's production a little bit better than even the Raptors maybe were able to by like putting three guys on him. A little bit it's more effective at least. Um and so like I've said this a million times, but I don't really trust the Sixers. Um I know Harden like had a, he had a pretty good game today, but he hasn't the past few games, so um I don't really trust them yeah. to go deep here. It's hard. It's hard to pick the Sixers, but I'm I'm going to do it. I think, much to the similar tune of the Adetokounmpo, I like I like cheering for the guys who are you know backs against the wall need this series. Embiid has a lot of pressure on him. I'd love for him to come out and be the best player in this series and take over this series. I think that would be great television. I hope it happens, but I I think Miami is probably the better roster. Philadelphia in the Toronto series, they started so hot, but man, does it scare me. The guys that like, they really rely on Danny Green. They really rely on Thibault. They really rely on even George Niang. Like it's ugly. Mm -hmm. And the Heat have guys that they can go down the bench on. They don't even use Duncan Robinson. Max Strews scored more points than Trey Young last series. Like they got guys down the down the bench there. So it is tough, but I'll take they the a, Sixers. Can I just say they won a playoff game without like Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry just in a closeout game? Yeah. Like what the heck? No, that's there's they're a scary roster. There's no doubt about it. They could easily make the finals. They're a good matchup for the Celtics too. That would be a great East Finals. But what do you want to take there? I'll take the Sixers in six. Let's go. Let's go. I love it. Now, last season, what we ended up doing when these teams were eliminated was we, we, we talked about them a little bit in detail, but because there's seven eliminated on one day, that's, you know, in two day span, that's a little tough. So we can make it quick. I still wouldn't mind going around on a couple of these teams, bullish, bearish, you know, we'll figure out what we think of the future for these guys. I guess the best one to start with, I think, cause it's the most interesting debate is my, is uh sorry, Atlanta, Atlanta, kind of went out with a whimper against Miami. Trey Young scored 70 points for the entire series. He was awful. Um, I I don't really know what to make of them going forward. I think that they're bound to make a kind of a panicky trade. Uh, I, I don't know. Was last year kind of a mirage? It was a concerning year for them altogether. What do you think, Alex? 
Yeah, I thought it was a really, really concerning year. Just the fact that they were stuck in the 10th to 9th seed the whole entire season and just couldn't put on that gear to, you know, kind of make a run for the playoffs or, you know, getting up above the 6th seed was was really odd to me. I don't know if they make a coaching change. I do like Nate McMillan. Um, but as far as Trey Young goes, I think, I mean, Miami put a clinic on how to defend him. That's That's first and foremost. Um, you know, maybe we got a little too carried away in the, like him just cooking the Knicks. Like we've seen that the Knicks are actually just a horrible team and you know, yeah. last year might've been a fluke. Um, so, and I've heard this term a lot. I feel like they do just have like too many, like, I don't know, average guys. I'd say like, like they don't have a bad roster. It's just too many, like it's, it's Trey young. And then I feel like there's a drop off. They rely on like, like bogey to like get them out of a lot of games. Like Hunter was like trying his best to like, keep that series alive. They are at the point where kind of, because they could turn into the Utah jazz real quick here. They need to make like a, like an all in move, like a, like a, like a second all-star for Trey young, like a guy that, or, you know, make that trade. Cause I think they do have the pieces to make that trade. Um, so I think they need to make that trade and just bring in like a, like a legitimate, like top 20, 30 guy for, for trade. And then, and then they can move forward with that. Yeah. This was my no conclusive evidence, original version. I'll come up with one when we get closer. I'll, I'll just use my brain a little bit, a little brain power at late night exercise. But my original one was, I think they're going to be the Donovan Mitchell team that we're looking at here. I think it makes the most sense. They just dump off like. I mean, honestly, if you look at their roster, the only guys that I could, I would consider like kind of untouchable are Trey Young and Okongwu. To be honest with you, I think Okongwu is pretty good. But like everybody else, they could just say like have three of Bogdanovich, Herder, Collins, uh, Hunter. I like Hunter a lot too. But just dump off as many as you can and some picks and get that second star, like you said. So unless they do that, if they run it back with this core next year, like. They're a prime candidate for a panic trade, like you said. I don't see any way that they're bringing in this back because, like you said, like looking back, yes, it was impressive that they made the third round, but they beat the Knicks and Ben Simmons. Like that looks a lot worse now than it did then. So I don't know. I think they're an interesting case. What do you have on the Hawks? Yeah, I agree with you. I was just looking at uh, like Trey Young's usage rate, and it's one of the highest. He's tenth uh, in the entire NBA. So I mean, clearly they rely on him pretty heavily. Um, and over 82 games, I'm sure that wears on him. Like, if you come into the playoffs when you're, you know, being used that much during the regular season just to, like, make a 9 or 10 seed or whatever it was that they ended up, you know, securing, um, it's going to be difficult for you. So I would agree with you guys. I think, you know, with as far as your coach goes, I don't, I don't think that's, like, a pressing need at this point. So I, I think their next step would be, you know, maybe, like you were saying, maybe look at Donovan Mitchell or, like... Zion. Zion or yeah some you know big star that you can trade some young assets for because um Trey Young I think he is better than he showed in this series like we've seen kind of what he can do so I think you you got to pair somebody with him that can take a bit of the load off and uh you know help him if you want to make a championship team here yeah yeah they also could use some new uniforms maybe I don't know they they have they have had a history of just black uniforms remember when they tried green you remember when it had the Oof. diamonds and stuff on it? Yeah, that was like the green. Horrible. Those were awful. Oh, Those are some of the ugliest jerseys in the Millsaps. Yeah, I call them the Cephalocious. <laughs> um, uh, this one we can do pretty quickly. Brooklyn, I have, I'll be honest, I have no idea what to make of these guys. Um, they all seem very disconnected with reality. I will say this, though. I don't think Ben Simmons is ever going to play a game as a net. I think they're trading him. 
I don't. I, I, what's the market for him? I don't know, but I think they're dumping him for ten cents on the dollar. Wow. I think that he is a he is an absolute negative oh, presence. That is, that is so horrible. I don't see a yeah, world that where you can't do that, dude. I don't know if they can. I don't like, see you can't a world just where trade, they do, hard, You can't go from you can't go from Harden to Simmons to like DeLon Wright. You know? Well, <laughs> I think they're gonna have to. I think that everything I read out of there where they were like. We all thought he could play, and we all thought he just abandoned us. I think there's, like, major discontent with, like... And if you hear the things Kyrie says, it's like, yeah, I'm basically the GM, the owner, and the coach, so, like, I get to decide whatever I want. I think they're going to go in there and say, this guy's, like, a clown. Like, we don't want to be around this guy. So I don't think he's coming back. I think they're dumping him to somewhere, like, that nobody will hear his name for a while. Like, Sacramento. Sacramento. Thank you. Good timing, too. Um, I don't even know where Houston, maybe like just park him somewhere that nobody will know where he is. That's what I think they're going to end up doing. Please send him to Houston. Please send him to Houston. That's your send him to Houston for John Wall. Oh, oh, that's a personality. (laughs) (laughs) We know what he's done in New York. A lot of gang signs. Do you think you'll ever play another game of basketball in the NBA? Um, yes, I do. I do. I do too. But I think it's good. I don't think he's ever going to play for the Nets. I'll be honest. Uh, that was funny. The gang signs thing. <laughs> you want anything <laughs> on the Nets, Alex? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sick uh, of talking about the Nets here. I think they need a coaching change. I understand that you know a lot of people are saying Steve Nash hasn't had like a fair amount of time to like gel with the roster and stuff. I'm sorry, you have somehow had Durant, Irving, and and Harden, and like I don't know, it still wasn't good enough. Um. But they just need to deepen their roster. Like you can't have, you can't be relying on Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown's a fine NBA player, but like you're, you're hoping Drogic can like drop twenty, and, you know, <laughs> keep you in the game. Um, but I think it's just too many of these guys that just think they can like kind of run the organization. That you know, how much do we need to practice? Do we really need to show up to these sort of things? I don't know. It just seems very wishy-washy to me with the way Durant and Irving are running it. And, uh, and yeah, now that Simmons trade is looking horrible and they lost it. You know, I'm not a huge Harden fan, but they still lost a pretty good asset and, and now they have Simmons. So not good. Yeah. I think they need to just <clears throat> build out some depth and I don't know how they can do that because like the, when your your series is coming down to like, do we play like Drummond or do we play Blake, like, Blake Griffin on one leg? Like, you know, that's not an ideal situation you want to be in. So I think if you're them, you do whatever you can to get depth. And I don't know if they might look at Ben Simmons and say, we've put so much into him, including maybe our jobs. Like, we're going to stick with him until he plays. Because, like, there's got to be some people in that organization that lose their jobs if that goes that way. You know, if they have to dump <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, you know? I'm sure yeah. there are. Yeah. I also I quickly to Alex's point about Steve Nash. I think I'll be honest. I think both things are true. I think he's an, not a good basketball coach. He has no, I mean he was a soccer owner. He never even coached a basketball game. So I don't think he's a very good coach. But at the same time, he's had an incredibly... This would be the worst roster to coach in the whole oh, yeah, world. Yeah. Are you kidding me? you got Ben Simmons practicing his floaters in one corner. Kyrie's not even showing up to... He didn't show up to 65 games by choice. I, it, it would be a horrible team to coach. So I don't blame him at all. So People don't care, though. Yeah. Like like the Nets owners no, and all care. that shit. They don't care. It's like, I, you have three all-stars. How are we not in the finals yet? So no. then the question is like the first thing they're gonna have to do is is do you give Kyrie the max? Like I would oh, say I think you have, have to. to, but yeah. I wouldn't. 
really? I think they're going to have to, but I wouldn't. They've they've put too much into this to quit now. Yeah. They're going to go oh, out yeah. with it. But I I genuinely believe that they got swindled by by the Ben Simmons clutch clutch team. I think that they yeah. knew their one ticket out of there was getting him to Brooklyn for Harden. That was the only way he was getting traded that year. I think he didn't want to be in Philadelphia so bad that they were like, yeah, he's feeling good. He'll play this year. And they knew he was not showing up. I think they got swindled. I, re- I really think that. So anyway. Uh, but well, we said we'd do that one quickly and it was long. Denver, bullish, bearish. I kind of, I think it's hard not to feel better yeah. knowing that they'll get those guys back. But I also, I mean, Michael Porter Michael Porter was looking like Assassin's Creed on the bench in uh, game five with the hood on the entire game. What was that about? But I, the Michael Porter contract, if he doesn't show up, is legitimately awful. Yeah. It's like $40 million it's a year. He's played like a 80 bad games. Contract. Yeah. But the it, Denver it, Nuggets, uh, like, I don't know who their GM is, but in my opinion, he actually stinks. Like, he's <laughs> actually pretty bad. I think Nuggets are probably the team I follow the most after the uh, after the Raptors. And, like, from the Michael Porter contract to, like, I know, like, and they've just been dumping these, like, random players for no reason. And then at the end of the day, they have, like, no freaking depth. They let go of like Malik Beasley, and I know he's not some crazy guy, but they definitely could use someone like him in the series. Vanderbilt, who I thought was a joke, actually like turns him? out to be a pretty Van- Vanderbilt. They that. had him though, Denver. Yeah, they did. Yeah, dude. Oh my and god. And I mean, say what you will about him, he's literally averaging like thirty minutes in playoff games. So there's got to be some like valuable about him. Um, they let go of my guy Tory Craig. I think Tory Craig's a great player. If I'm gonna be honest, I, I hate that great guy. three and D guy. Um, off the top of my head, I, I can't remember some other ones, but I, I think they they haven't done a great job, and it was a little bit sad that, I mean, Jokic said I'm gonna accept the max right away. I thought he would have just he, he could have twisted their nuts just a little bit and been <laughs> like, oh well, I don't know, like you know, just to make sure that like they get their things straight because you're giving a guy a max man, and we know he's had back problems ever since he's been 15. Like, who are you bidding against? Like you said, like, there's literally no rush. Um, so I really haven't been happy with how they've surrounded Jokic with with talent and stuff. So um, I think they got to do a better job. Yeah, I actually think, to your point earlier, like, several years ago, I think they did, like, an exceptional job with getting guys. Like like you mentioned, like, they had Torrey Craig, Will Barton. They got Monte Morris. They Beasley. had the Grant like, trade Beasley was good. Harris. Yeah, the Grant trade was good. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they've done a good job. And I think at this point, I'm sure part of part of the ownership is just like, we're just going to like tread water until we can get, you know, Porter and Murray back. Um, but I think as long as you have, you have the, you know, one of the greatest centers of all time, in my opinion, um, playing at his prime, I think you, you, you make maybe even another all-in move, like package... I don't know what they have to offer. Maybe, you know, some uh, whatever draft capital they have. I think they then, still have some picks that, that I think they still have their yeah. first round picks. So, and then even get like, get somebody for them, get something like, you know, get better on the wing. Yeah. I just think I'm always a big fan of, um, you know, win now moves, especially when you have a star in their prime. And Jokic is watching him again yesterday. He's unbelievable. Like he's one of the best he's players I've so ever good. seen. He, the oh, way he plays basketball God. is so funny to watch because he looks so uncoordinated, but it's, you know, at the same time, it's, he's, you know, the things he's able to do on the court is ridiculous. So I would do, if I were them, I would, uh, I would try and get somebody else to take again, to take the load off. Cause he's another super high usage guy. 
the best thing get a new, that, sorry just quick let's get a new training staff while we're at it because uh everyone has fallen left and right yeah. i mean in that last game they had another three guys injured like everyone's hurt and like god damn let's figure something out because there's no way this many guys are are getting injured it's yeah. concerning yeah and if, if we're saying are we feeling better or worse about him like i said it's hard not to feel better about him when they have a guy who literally if he shows up for 70 games you probably win 40 like minimum he's that good Yeah, you're making the playoffs it doesn't matter who's around him so when they get guys back like murray and like porter even though porter's on a bad contract it's hard not to feel like they'll be there but i still feel like if they make that they're right now they're level below even with murray and porter they're level below the phoenixes and phoenix and golden state and maybe the clippers when they get their guys back if they make another move i think they're in that group but they need another bonafide guy on the wing because will barton they've had him for like five years dude he's just not the answer dude i (laughs) I promise you on my life he is not that guy um chicago bulls this is probably the most interesting one to be honest maybe up there with atlanta i have no idea what to make of these guys obviously they have young guys who were hurt lonzo caruso couldn't get back the whole season i think caruso is actually still relatively young as well so if they get those guys back you think they'll be better at the wing on the guards at least patrick williams a healthy year will do him some good but then you get the guys like DeRozan and vucevic and levine's a free agent coming up and levine i think will be leaving because why would you stick around on this team to be demar DeRozan's, you know the robin to demar DeRozan's batman here whatever the freaking guy is i'm not a comic yeah. book guy I don't understand why he would really stay around for that at this point. Like, what, to get the sixth seed? Like, I I don't understand that. So I think he'd be gone. And then I don't know what to make of the Bulls. They traded two first-round picks for Vucevic. I'm not feeling very good about them, to be honest with you. Because I I don't know how much longer DeRozan can keep up anything near what he did this year. And I love DeRozan. But this seemed like a pretty last gasp at a late prime for him. So I'm not feeling good. Oh yeah, if if this was the year to do anything, it definitely seemed like you know this this was the time. I and you know what, Demar could have literally the exact same regular season he had this year, next year. Um, but as we've seen in the playoffs, he just can't, and it sucks. But he just can't carry teams to to win. And I know it's hard, you know, going up against the defending champs. But I mean, getting smacked at home like by forty in two games was really embarrassing. I got to be honest. And they lost me some money. But besides that, um, <laughs> that's the greatest sin of all. <laughs> but besides that, I agree with you. Like, I think Levine is not a number one guy, but I'm sure a lot of teams will pay him like he's a number one. So, you know, why stick with the Bulls when you can, you know, be a number one somewhere else? And I saw someone in this uh, podcast liking um, Levine and Spurs jerseys uh, tweets. Did you see so, who tweeted that? I don't know. I, I'd missed the name, but Dejounte uh, Murray. Oh, was oh the yeah, Dejounte Murray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so. Just an interesting thought for people out there. Oh, I wonder who has $52 million of cap space this summer. Could huh. use a guy on the wing. I don't know. Uh, Seems interesting. Just just interesting. I'm putting it out there. Yeah. To to that point, I said when they made all these moves, I'd, like, I'm like i not a fan of it because I to me, when, when they made them, I envisioned the team kind of panning out the way it did where they're like a middling team in the East. And I think if you're trying to win basketball games – like sure maybe you bank on these guys getting healthy and run it back for one more year but i think ultimately what they need to do is especially if levine leaves is trade away any valuable assets you have that aren't that are expensive keep some of your young guys like patrick williams and and like maybe i don't know caruso and lonzo or something like that and like try and rebuild like even like maybe not 
or to maybe even do a full tank tank to build up some capital because again yeah they're going back in the tank <laughs> honestly mode. again because <laughs> i don't know i haven't seen in my opinion I, don't, I haven't seen a lot of really great success stories of people that of teams that just kind of do like a you know a mid tank yeah i don't think that works out yeah very ask well. the knicks how it worked out for yeah. them right now i yeah. bet they love their situation no i will say though quickly about the bulls basketball is better when the bulls are good there's no doubt about it. The Bulls, great building, great crowd, great uniform. Have you ever even seen the Bulls be good in your life? No. See? Look at how, look at how sad that is as a that basketball fan. That is so fan. sad. The Bulls are – he hasn't seen – like, what? you ever seen the Knicks be good? Uh, For like a year. Yeah. A little bit. See, like this the, yeah, last the year mellow, doesn't count. The mellow years. Oh, let's go. The mellow, mellow years. Okay, okay. Yeah. He, he was there for the mellow, but he missed the D-Rose <laughs> Bulls. He D-Rose oh, yeah. the same season. I don't remember that part. <laughs> yeah. But that would make you, I think, and you haven't probably seen a good Laker team. They've mostly been a disaster most of the time. I mean, they won the championship. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, eight of the other <laughs> ten years, they were terrible. Like, they were picking Brandon Ingram and D'Angelo Russell and Lonzo Ball. So like, I no think, dynasty type stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. To make Adam a full time basketball fan i think we literally need the bulls knicks and lakers to all be good at once that would make anybody a fan and the thunder yeah, yeah. but they're gonna giddy yeah that's your man right there the thunder girl. are right up there with you know the celtics and lakers <laughs> yeah. and bulls the, prestigious yeah. franchises you have the prestigious franchises yeah <laughs> two more quickly uh utah we can skip We've talked about Utah. I don't want to talk about Utah. Yeah, we've talked about Utah yeah. way too much. We all think they need to blow it up and start again. So Jazz, put him in the bin. You've heard enough about him. Put him in the bin. Um, two more. Very interesting. We're saving the Raptors for last, which is going to be – it's going to be uh, – <laughs> I love – can I just – I love Phil saying very interesting. Maybe the most interesting for every team. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, when we go, they are interesting. No, though, you're no, no, right. Because we started, and I was like, dude, the Hawks make like we could talk for like 45 minutes about the Hawks, and then yeah, I yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then I hit yeah. the Nets, and I was like, we could talk about 45 minutes for the Nets, and then you just keep going down. It's like Denver's interesting, Chicago's interesting, <laughs> they all are, and they really are. The first round eliminations. Who knew it was this I fascinating? Agree. But the Pelicans, I think this one can be fast. It's hard not to feel better if they can just get the big boy to, you know, get in the lineup. Yeah, maybe not be a big boy. <laughs> yeah, maybe you slim it down a little bit. Yeah. Get the medium-sized boy. Gerald yeah. Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Well, he's never been that, so we got to <laughs> aggressively. We just need to go from aggressively large to large. That's all we're yeah. looking to do here. Um, I liked that Owen said today that Zion has has made the lifelong commitment to just sweatsuits. It's it's kind of hilarious to watch. Sweatsuit chain, every outfit exactly like that. Um, Alex and I were talking last night about if we would trade Zion. I'm of the opinion that if I was the Pelicans, I would, and I because he doesn't want to be there, obviously, mm-hmm. and they would probably get some good stuff back and be better for it. So I like it. I like it 100% too. I think you, you got a guy that doesn't want to be there. <clears throat> it's It looks like it's really hard for him to like make the commitment to want to suit up or even listen to your advice. So why have them when you're wasting some good years of McCollum? Because he's up there in age. Um, but besides that, I mean, they have a really, really, really good roster. Like I, I thought they were pretty deep. They've nailed on all their rookies that they've brought in. Alvarado, Murphy, and Jones um they've got some great pieces and ingram looks like he's you know morphing into that guy that we all thought he could be so you know trading zion like phil said you get some really solid 
and and they need veteran pieces. Like they don't need any more young guys because the team is already as pretty young. They need another type of like CJ McCollum trade where you bring in that vet that you know might have not been super super successful on other teams, but you know can really bring a different type of impact on your team. Guide guide the young guys a little bit, and uh, and I think they could be a really competitive team. They found a great coach. I mean, Willie Green is. I think he's won over everybody um, in the NBA. So, I think uh, I think the, it, the it's the it's it's looking bright for the Pelicans. So, uh, yeah, I, I was really happy with them this year. Yeah, I agree. I think if you didn't have a team that has looked as good as it has, maybe you're more resistant to trading Zion. But I agree with you. I think you know he's on a rookie deal as of right now for you know i don't know uh, i don't know how much longer another year, another year. so that's obviously going to be attractive attractive in and of itself you have a even for even though it's only for one year well actually i think that makes it worse because then you're gonna have to pay him right i guess away. yeah you are gonna have to pay him so maybe that doesn't really make that big of a difference but regardless i think we've seen what um he can do on the court so he's obviously going to have some significant value and like you said it's like you're holding on to an asset that isn't helping your team right now your team Ideally, you don't see your team as like a, you know, a championship level team. Maybe obviously this year they're out of the playoffs next year, you know, maybe. And then, but ideally you probably see them in, in the championship, like maybe in two to like a two to three year window. And you, Zion is probably not going to be part of those plans. So if you want to get something back for him, it makes sense to trade him now rather than yeah. wait for that. Wait for him to walk out the door and get nothing in return for a team you hope is going to be competitive in a few years. Yeah, and Ingram is better without Zion. It is what it is. I didn't like the pairing last year when they played because they both need the ball. Zion and Ingram are both ball-dominant players. You need a guy who's a little more unselfish. Like, McCollum is the perfect guy for Ingram because he could just feed off him. It's like, all right, you're, you're tired out. Fine, I'll go. And the Pelicans, you know, they did a good job finding guys who were, like, they don't want the ball. They're fine without it. Herb Jones... Alvarado, those are guys that really don't care if they have it one way or another. So they did a good job there. Credit to them. Lastly, Toronto Raptors. Obviously, tough way to go out, kind of, you know, down by one at halftime, down by 20, three minutes into the third quarter is never a good look for anybody. But valiant effort this series. It's hard not to feel better about the team because they have a very young core. I think this is a pretty quick conversation, but Alex, you shoot it. Yeah, I'm not going to make this too long. Obviously, you know, we thought it was going to be a sweep for sure. And and I texted Phil the other day. I was so surprised that I, we were even talking about a game six. I mean, I thought that was impressive as it was. So um, we've reached a little victory, Alex. <laughs> That's yeah, rough. tough. Tough that we couldn't get the job done. Um, but I think I, I think it's just, you know, good things you can take away, really. Rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes. He, he looks like he's going to be hell of a player in the nba thought you know precious made some strides and uh yeah you know young team and, and they'll keep getting better um i thought siakam was good too right he didn't have any like huge playoff chokes you know he was actually a pretty good performer so um you know it is what it is i don't think it's i, I think it's only going to get better from here on out so yeah i'm proud of the boys yeah yeah i think <clears throat> to me it's you look at the like precious for example and and like the you just have a lot of faith in their in the raptors like development system because he has made huge strides so i would just keep keep on the same track you are and then maybe get a center yeah yeah that's all i would say (laughs) no it's pretty it's pretty simple fix it was a little weird that the van vliet got hurt and they instantly got better that was strange just in general it was really weird but that could have been i don't know i'm willing to write that off van vliet's a great player feel good about the raptors going forward 
greet you. Okay. It's a little bit short. Yeah, a little bit short. Uh, That's probably why they got better. Yeah, you know. That is why they got better. The team they built with arms and legs, and then they got the little guy out there to get picked on. It's kind of a defeating strategy. Yeah, maybe. Okay. We we, we talked it through. Um, Because we're going on a break after this, now's a good opportunity for the next two weeks to give a status report on sports that we would probably talk about once. So, Adam, you're coming in here. The Champions League. What's up? Would we talk about the Champions League? We probably like maybe, but this is a good opportunity to get in there. The first legs have gone down. Yeah. Of the semifinal for the people who don't know. And when is the final? It's like May the 20th. So we'll be back by then or something? Yeah, it'll be like a week after we're back. I think it's usually like third Saturday of May, something like that. Okay, that's pretty decent. And so we've got Chelsea, or not Chelsea, thank God. We've got Real Madrid down 3-2 to or 4-3 to Manchester City. Game is going to be... Crazy a- first game. Yes. Watch you- the highlights if you care. Well, that's right. Karim, big game for your boy. Yeah. Kind of a cocky penalty he took there. Pretty fire. Are you thinking it's a Madrid comeback at home in the second leg, or do you think that City's going to go through? Is this the year for City? Uh, I think this is probably finally the year for City, and I feel like it's a hard team to uh, to come back against, obviously, because they just, for people who don't watch soccer, City just kind of like, if you ever played FIFA and you're like winning 1-0 and there's 10 minutes left and there's the guy that just passes back and forth between his defenders, that's like how City plays when they're losing, so... It's going to be a win. It's pretty impossible for them to uh, give away a loss, but those games are so chaotic, who knows? But I'll predict City. Okay, and then Liverpool's going to walk yeah. over Villarreal in the end. Yeah, unfortunately, we would all love to see the underdog, but yeah, it's going to be a City-Liverpool final. The fact that a town with population 50,000 made it to the uh, Champions League semifinal is pretty crazy yeah. to begin with, so that's good. Are there any other sports you want to talk about before we, maybe eSports? No, nah, it's okay. So really, you're gonna pass. This is a golden ticket opportunity right here. No one's gonna roast you, I swear. Yeah. Yeah. No, we missed all the grand finals. They happened like last week. Oh, oh dude. dude. Yeah, sorry, boys. Should taking the break earlier. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Damn it, dude. Who won the grand final? Uh, it doesn't matter. Well, okay. Well, optic, optic won for Valorant, which Let's was uh, North America. So North America won the. Valorant like world championship. Let's go, boys. It's the North American team. team. Let's go. Yeah, it's which like... rarely happens. It's normally like Korea and China winning everything. So let's go. First oh, title. Upset. First of many. Yeah, big upset. Wow. Look at that. Huge dub for the pod. Two Canadians consider. on their team. Yeah. No way. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And one of them was Alex. There you go. That's the real spoiler here. <laughs> um, uh, you, you sure you don't want to talk about any other sports? No, can we talk about your hat when we get to that sport? Oh, sure. Yeah, we could talk about my hat. Cool. Um, I guess we'll go with Alex. The hockey playoffs will be starting on Monday. This is a huge year for Alex's Calgary Flames. This is a good opportunity for you. We don't know who they're going to play yet, but you're feeling good? Is that the is that the thing? I'm feeling good. I don't care. We're either going to get Nashville or Dallas, and I just don't care anymore who we're going to get. I just want to you know start the playoffs and, and just get – you know, just just start it up already, because you know we've locked our locked our position since like February. To be honest, like we weren't gonna you know miss the playoffs. So, uh, looks like it's a different team from 2018-19. Um, different coach, and you know the guys look a bit more playoff tested and and ready to actually do something and do make a make a run in this playoffs. So, um, I'm really excited. Um, I have faith in this team, but they let me down so many times before. 
So, uh, you know, if we lose round one, that it will be a, a huge upset, I think. I would take no pleasure um, in that. I would take none. You wouldn't. I would yeah. take no pleasure. But uh, things are going to get pretty crazy, let's just say, if my team wins in the first round and Phil's team wins in the first round and then they meet, that's going to be some wild stuff. So, yeah. Really, which... the fans should be cheering for both of our teams to meet in the, in the second round because I think Phil and I would uh, – I don't know. I don't think we'd sleep for three weeks. I I literally I would probably just stream the game on my phone next to a hospital or something, dude. I I don't <laughs> think I could take that. I really like you. Think this is like like this is like He's dead I'm, serious. I'm telling Alex. For those who don't know, I'm a huge Oilers fan. I, I I'm a huge Oilers fan. I don't talk about it on this show very often, but I love the Oilers. And I'll be honest. We've been locked into the playoffs for like maybe a week or so. We know our opponent. And every time I think about it, my stomach hurts. I literally, <laughs> even just last night I was sitting there. I was like, wow, like summer, like school's over. And then it crossed my mind, like playoffs are on Monday. And I just like, I started heavy breathing and I, it's like sweating. I, I much like you, I feel good. I feel yeah. like this is, yeah. Like, this is going to be it. Like, yep. But there's the stuff in the past that's still, you know, yeah. oh, holding yeah. you. Uh-huh. That's, what makes so. it, that's what makes it difficult for me. But I am feeling good. I'm feeling good. So if I hope that when you hear me again in two weeks talking about this, that it, it went well for me. Because I'll... Const- but, like, I'm going to be honest. I think it'd be like both the Flames and the Oilers, like, no, they can't lose the first round. We were talking about who might have more pressure. I think the pressure is pretty equal. I think we agreed that the Oilers might have a little bit more pressure, but I think it's on both teams and it'd be like shocking, you know, first round losses. So, yeah. (laughs) Did that make you feel better or what? Yeah. 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 The Oilers have more pressure on them. Great. Yeah. I love that. That's a great feeling, but no, I feel good. Seriously. I'm feeling good. So don't worry about me. Don't worry about me at all. Anyway, if you have concerns, don't message me. Just, just don't worry. Yeah. If we lose, I'll be at fine. the games. Do not talk. Seeing to me. everything first. Yes, I'll be fine. I, I again, I will be fine. Don't message me, please. Yeah. The worst. You might just feeling... have to go on a longer break. So then it's just going to be like yeah, uh-huh. me, Owen, and Adam. A, a permanent break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. No, seriously, there's no worse feeling in the world than when you lose and you just you. I put my phone in another room when I lose a playoff game. It's like okay. I'm just I'm not looking at this for today. Um Owen. <laughs> the yes. Blue Jays. Yes. How uh, have, have you been enjoying the season so far? It's hard not to. They're 12 and 6, is that the record? Uh-huh. They've won every series or tied every series. I think hold on. Are we 12 and 6 or are we 13? Oh. Um good. Yeah. Google it. Yeah. <laughs> make sure we well, make sure we get this right cuz it's going to be dated by tomorrow at yeah. 6. Yeah, we're thirteen and seven. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Six game difference. Yeah. That's almost so, like I had that. No, I'm happy we haven't. Um, <laughs> we haven't uh, lost a series yet. Actually, as a matter of fact, we've won every series we've played. I just said that. Yeah. Did you? Okay. <laughs> You're right. That's a good point. Um, and you know we're missing one of our our best bats, and we've been you know grinding out close games in spite of that. Um, so. It's looking really good. I think a lot of there's a lot of buzz about um, Manoa for uh, Cy Young potentially. Yes. Gosman's playing at that level. Brios is uh, playing at that level. 
So are we like a tenth through the season, like electing MVPs right now? No, I'm just saying there's some buzz. Okay. There's I'm not. Buzz. I'm not saying anything. I'm <laughs> oh. just reporting. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's the happenings. Yeah, and there's some buzz um, about you know some potential Cy Young candidates. The bottom line is, don't worry about. I don't want to like confuse you here, Adam, or like annoy you at all. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say the staff is looking really good. Let's we're go. missing one of our best bats, um, but we're you know we're winning close games, churning out Ws, churning out Ws. Um, and we haven't lost a series yet and we've won every series. So mm -hmm. I'm, things are looking like quite good right now. I'm, I've, I'm very optimistic. Nice. Owen has been watching every game. Yeah. He even says that when he's doing his homework or when he was doing his homework summertime, Let's go. that, uh, that he would just throw on the radio broadcast and just yeah. grind out a couple innings on the, on the earphones. <laughs> I love the radio broadcast. Radio baseball is the, it's like the best radio sport because there's a lot of competition. <laughs> not just that i'm saying like if you listen to like hockey you know it's harder to visualize it takes more effort to visualize what's I think going hockey's on hockey's a good one hockey's it's good not on bad, the radio but it's like it takes more effort to visualize like where the puck is because you have the description and you have to like visualize where everything is maybe it's just because we're used to hockey always being on it's the not radio. that it's hard I, I i'm able to do it <laughs> i'm just saying it requires more energy i guess what i'm saying is baseball is more it's a better background it's it's less challenging right yeah it's easier yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, You've been right. said it's that. It's tough for me. So, you know, I like them easy. <laughs> yeah. so. Not easy for all of us, guys. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. be respectful. It's and they tougher. haven't lost the series. Yeah. yeah they and did, they've won all of them. Did you they're hear that their staff them. is looking good? <laughs> yeah. And they're missing their best bat. <laughs> yeah. One of their yeah. bats is out, but they've been winning close games. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right in and out. So. And if you want 10 seconds on F1, you can have it. Have you have you woken up for a race yet? Is really the question. No, I'm no, not yet. This summer I will. I'm seeing a lot about it. Me too. So I do know a little bit about <laughs> oh, it. No. Unless was Alex <laughs> gonna jump in there? No, I was gonna say if you haven't even woken up for a race, then that's it. <laughs> well, what do we have to talk about? We don't have to. For no, we, ten uh, seconds. Yeah, like, go, go. Yeah, so yeah. Ferrari is apparently really good this year. Yeah. Um, oh, and the idea here. is so Mercedes has won like the constructors' cup like every year for the past like seven or eight years. But they change the rules every year, like the specifications for how you can make your car. And because Mercedes was so dominant last year, they kind of were more focused on, you know, winning races last year. But some of the teams that were eliminated earlier, like Ferrari, for example, was kind of out of the running. They were able to begin engineering their car earlier last season. So they have um, probably the best oh. car in Formula One this year. So they've been uh, they've been dominating. Um, and they've got this like, um, I think he's from Monaco. Mon, I don't know what that's called, but his name is you said it right. Charles Leclerc, and he's <laughs> really it. good. So the weird thing about this sport is it's like a battle of the engineers. It's like we don't. Right. It's not really is about who's the you? better driver. It's like well, who has a nicer team behind. Yeah, them. literally, like the driving's like the easiest. Part. It's like who's <laughs> it's <laughs> can you engineer? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Just like, like imagine if like I could engineer? do it. Imagine <laughs> if in baseball everyone showed up with like a. Di it's like you can't buy this bat. Like you have to make your own bat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't all buy the same car. It's just got like a glove I mean, of cinder. <laughs> I mean, it would be like it would be like every other sport if they all showed up in like a similar car or they had like a choice of three cars and they're like, I want that one. Like in Mario Kart, like you can oh, get any okay. car you, you can want. Choose like the, you can choose the Yeah, one, but like it's like, motorcycle. no, you have to make your own and you right. have to show up with that yeah, one. Yeah, it's like who's going to win the Stanley Cup this year? It's like uh, the Kings have the best skates, so they're just going <laughs> to yeah. win. Yeah, it's like the Grade 9 Science Project where you like go home and you have oh, to like right. make your own and it's like race your own toy car. Mm, like one of those. Right. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting wow. thing about this sport. There we go. Now it's 10 seconds on F1. Qu- quickly, quickly, we're now into the home stretch. Wow. The home stretch. Here we what go. A, what an episode. What an episode is right. It's almost midnight. Um, here we go. Cap or not, I have a quick one. Let's go. I had to have one for the season finale. I had to have one. Ron Rivera says that Carson Wentz is great at, quote, cultivating the vibe that you're looking for in a rocker room. Not Cap. Not Cap. (laughs) What vibe are you trying to cultivate? Exactly. That's why I'm saying it's not Cap, because we don't know what the vibe (laughs) is that he's trying to cultivate. So I'm sure Carson Wentz is good at it. I'm going to make some inferences. (laughs) Okay. And I'm going to say he wants a good vibe. And I'm gonna, therefore, I'm gonna call it cap because mm. I don't think Carson Wentz it's a like, big creates. It is it well, not. <laughs> I mean, it's reasonable. <laughs> um, I would say Carson Wentz has a track record of like bad vibes. Like, wasn't he the guy who bought the coolers for yeah. the linemen? Yeah. Like yeah, these other guys are looking around. It's like, oh, we got like a Rolex or like, oh, I, he gave me like a full Bitcoin. And then Carson's like, let me give you a Yeti cooler. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he was also. Yeah in the locker room not playing on a super bowl winning roster which means he probably had some decent vibes on that roster i think it's i think it's not cap um and here's why because i think uh, carson wentz and ron rivera actually get along well and carson wentz is almost kind of like the teacher's pet like he's trying to impress ron rivera he's the like guy that mm-hmm. Guys, stop listening to your headphones. Coach is talking. Or, All right, everybody, like 20 push-ups. Like, hey, Terry, I didn't see you do 20. You did 18. So when Ron sees that, he's like, when he when Ron sees that, he's like, wow, this guy knows how to cultivate. Like, this, yeah. is, this is what I want. So that's what I think he's speaking about. He's he, grinding for the C. He is. He <laughs> yeah. wants the C with the star underneath. He's in the yeah. He's in the meeting room. He's like, guys, like, who knows page 22? Like, <laughs> yeah. what's the slot supposed to be doing? Uh, <laughs> I got a Yeti cooler for whoever can get it right. <laughs> and some nasty raw meat <laughs> at room temperature. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he is cultivating the vibes in there as it, as it turns out. I just picture him showing up to OTAs and he's like, guys, everybody knows the season starts in April. Like you have to be prepared today. It's like, guy, we haven't even made a draft pick yet, guy. Like slow it down. No, but, dude, he goes to like the rookie mini camps. He's like, I want to like yeah. coach him up. If yeah. you're not first, you're last. Like, yeah. yeah. He's, he's telling the OC, he's like, you can stay home, man. Like I got this. Like yeah. I know this playbook yeah. like the back of my hand dude you don't even have to be here man don't worry yeah that's where it all starts okay bozo of the week it's been a 48 minute build-up so <laughs> here we go alex what you got <laughs> yeah as you guys can tell our bozo especially my bozo was highly anticipated and i'm sure you were wondering why haven't they talked about this well because it was my bozo and it was Derek Carr's haircut <laughs> as phil alluded to absolutely by far the worst haircut of 2022 like (laughs) that thing was disgusting looked like a possum on his head i don't know what kind of look he was going for and it's classic Derek carr big first time nfl draft in vegas and he just couldn't handle the moment thought hey i'm gonna cook up like a fresh haircut and it looked so bad like he just missed so hard and yeah, I think the moment just got too big for him, but I'm sure you guys got a lot to say too. Dude, my stomach hurts from laughing. When he like, 
when he walked on the stage, here was my reaction because I was watching it live. He didn't look so bad. Like the first like couple, like you know. Uh, I mean, it looks pretty bad. (laughs) No, no, no. no. When he walked on the stage the first time, I was like, "What is going on?" Because it was like slicked back and there was no sides, and I was like, "Okay, like maybe he did like I don't know, like maybe the like I just assumed there was no deduction in my mind that he kept the back." Yeah. But I was like, oh, like the back's like cut, like whatever. It's not for me. Like maybe, I don't know. Like I wouldn't get that cut, like whatever. But then when he turned around, I was like, nobody would get that cut. Like that, that is not a not for me. That's a not for anybody, dude. So I, it was it was shocking to say the least. A jaw dropper. Um, it was a tough Is it to cut like that when you were like a kid? No, I was like, never allowed. A I, mohawk? Like, <laughs> like any like weird cut. Like no. I got my hair blue when I was like, like 10. Oh, classic! Yeah, yeah. like you put that the thing in, they're like at your beaners or whatever, and they're like, beaners. Like you ride in the car, dude. Like they put in you in to cut your hair. <laughs> dude, they give you like a sucker after every haircut. No, yeah, no. That strikes me as like a big like him and like his five year old son got the same cut and uh-huh. took a, and took a family oh. photo. Yeah, yeah, like a father Jared- son. Yeah, I bet Devontae yeah. Adams. Carr is definitely the type of guy to put like the color changing gel in his hair too. You know, like like green or blue. <laughs> like you know what I'm talking about. I know. <laughs> you know the type be, of gel he uses like, too. Just to be a good dad. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you know he uses like the big like vat. It's like viscous, <laughs> like clear. You know what I'm talking about? Like no, gel. But... Like it's not like pomade. Like nothing nice. Like, like he's gel. using like gel. <laughs> Capital. Like it's G- like, like the most unhealthy thing for your hair. That's yeah. made for like five yeah. year olds. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just lathering his whole scalp in it. He's like, "Yep." I reminded me today of I got five years ago today. Well, Snapchat memory. I lost a bet and I had to dye my hair red for the day just with that fake dye. And I was just oh, looking yeah. at the picture like, wow, like 16-year-old Phil was crazy. Like, what was he doing with this red hair? Me and Wendy's with this red hair. And then Derek Carr walked on stage and I was like, oh, I feel fine. Like, this is this is just is what it is. I think Devontae Adams probably saw the cut and he was like, like, maybe I made a mistake. Like, I could have been winning the NFC next year. But you want to say anything on Derek Carr's hair? Were you a Beaners guy? No, I was like a strictly crew cut growing up. Same. Like buzz cut, crew cut. Same. On rotation. Yeah. No, literally. I, I know how you feel. I know it was like you're going to the same barber shop. You yeah. don't have a say. You're going. No, what my mom would do is she would, we would go like Beaners or whatever. And, and she would say, he wants like a little boy's cut. That's what she would say. <laughs> but until I was like 14 years old. Because I like didn't know what the numbers were. Like I learned the numbers when I was like 17 years old. Because I'd show up. My mom would come with me every time and she'd say, they'd be like, what, like, what do you want done to your son? And he'd be like, little boy's cut. So I just had the same haircut for like what? 17 years. What does that even mean? I know the little I don't boy's know cut. Yeah, yeah. I show the up little and boy's like... cut is code for like the numbers. That's what I would assume. I didn't know what the numbers meant though. Like I never learned that. I would show up and I sit down and my dad's like, yep, three and two on the side. Nah, I would just a little Always boy's just cut. like, what the hell does like three on the sides mean? Yeah. yeah. Owen goes to the barber shop with the boys at like grade ten, and he's just like, they're like, yeah, like let me get like a two faded into a top, like uh, just a couple no. inches off the top. And Owen's like, can I get the little boys? Can no, I-? I was like, I couldn't say that because I learned what the numbers meant when I was like twenty years old. I'm not even kidding you. So like I would say from so like <laughs> the age keeps moving up. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Because I knew like like three months ago. Yeah. 
So I, I knew what they were, but I didn't really understand what they meant. Uh, like, I was like, I know you're supposed to say numbers, but I don't know which ones I want. So I would say, like, I knew I couldn't go little boys cut because that's, I was like, you know, I'm like almost 18. Cut. So I would say, just give it a trim. And they like, do you know, like, what numbers do you want? I just, just trim it. Like, same cut, just like shorter. That's what I would say. Okay. Or just comes in. He's like, you know what I want. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not saying little Thank boys you. cut. You've never been here before. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So Derek Carr, roundabout way of saying Derek Carr had a bad haircut. There you go. My bozo of the week this week is this hacker. I'll just read you guys the quote. Quote, an unverified hacker has stolen millions of, millions of dollars after compromising the official Instagram account for Bored Ape Yacht Club board a yacht club which owen would know more about than me but anyway and he posted a phishing link don't know what that means but it if you clicked it and you like posted to the story of the board eight yacht club if you clicked it it took you to whatever page you store your crypto money on and then it just emptied your wallet and gave it to the guy so he stole millions of dollars they don't know where he is at now obvious reasons this is bozo of the week i'm going out on a limb here i'm saying scamming not cool i'm not into i'm not into scamming people of any age scamming not cool um but what this guy should have done is he should have just hacked owen's account because as we know owen's sitting on three gold mine nfts the with the, the one <laughs> the one that adam's holding hostage the one that uh another person's holding hostage and i don't even know what the third one is so if it's you wanted a million dollars i bet your password's a lot easier to hack than the board eight yacht club instagram True. account so there yeah. you go i've fallen for one of those scams before fun fact well how did that work it's a long story, but like, yeah, I clicked on a link. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, and then yeah, I lost some. Oh, lost sorry. Some, it's all good, dude. Sensitive subject, my bad. It's I didn't know. I didn't know. I was going up, barking no, no, up no, the no, wrong tree on that fine. one. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, you want to shoot yours? Yeah, my bozo this week is just the uh, Suns because, <laughs> like, the actual Sun or like the basketball team. The basketball team. Okay. Yeah, no, the Sun. The other Suns chill. Actually, I'm liking it right now. It's a winner, um, but. <laughs> So they were, so they, you know, obviously eliminated the uh, Pelicans today. Um, and they were wearing these shirts that these fans wore earlier. So these two fans, these two uh, Pelicans fans wore these shirts that just said F J Crowder, F asterisk, 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 J Crowder. And then they wore them after the game today. And I just thought that's corny. So I agree with that. Yeah. Well, so, my bonus of the week is these fans for giving it to them. Yeah. What are you doing? And you know that's going to get twisted around, too. You know that's going to backfire on you. Yeah, it just makes you look worse. Yeah, so. I don't know. So the nominations this week, I think we'll have a resounding winner. I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, we got the Suns. We got the hacker, the unidentified hacker. And we got Derek Carr. And I'm going to put in my vote for Derek Carr. Agreed. Me too, yeah. Alex, vote for yourself. Do Do it. Yeah, I'm going to go vote for myself. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I'd love to see that. First ever vote for yourself in the finale. Genius of the week time. You want to go there too? Yeah, I'll go with genius of the week. Uh, this one isn't as cool, I guess, as Derek Carr. Um, my genius of the week is uh, Push T's album. Uh, Let's go. I've, I've been off a rap for the last little bit, but this thing is an absolute bop. Um, <laughs> and Phil kind of helped me with this one. Um I just woke up this morning and Phil was like, wow, dude, like I've been listening to Pusha T's album on repeat and it, it is actually pretty good. Some of my favorites are neck and wrist. <laughs> and just so you remember, those are some of my favorites. So, so give those a listen and uh, sick cover art, sick album work. I mean, you know, he raps about cocaine every 15 seconds, but uh -huh. it's still really good. So I like, uh, a classic push. I like Brambleton is my favorite. 
Thanks. Let's go. Yeah. Wow. I, I was not expecting that. I don't know he what I was back expecting, on rap. but it was not that. But I like the pick. I like the pick. <laughs> he threw. Us, he blew us away with the my favorites are like he yeah, came prepared. It was. It was like a book report. Yeah. Like, yeah. I watched. I read the book, and this is the part that I like the most. <laughs> um, <laughs> these are my favorite characters. Um, my genius of the week this week is Netflix. Now it's obviously been an ugly couple weeks for Netflix. They they lost subscribers for the first time ever. They lost two hundred thousand. Stock dropped by thirty five percent. They announced that they're going to crack down on password sharing. So L after L has been racking up for Netflix. But how do you save this by updating your subscription plan? So I'm not sure if you guys saw this screenshot here, but I'll read it out to you. So here's what your viewing options are. If you're just now joining Netflix, you're like, I want to get in on this Netflix thing. You want to sign up? Here's your options: twenty dollars a month. You can watch in 4K. How about that? 4K. 4K is one of those things that like seems fake to me. Like I go to the TV store and I know it's there and they obviously have the TVs, but like I'm not paying 900 bucks for a TV. Like I'm cool with the step below the 4K. Anyway, 20 bucks, 4K. That's what it gets you. Next up, 1550 a month, 1080p. That's serviceable. That'll get the job done. I don't really notice the difference between 1080p and 4K, both capable, mm -hmm. capable options. So they say that's that's the base pack. That's what they want you to do. 1550, sign up, 1080p. Now, if you're trying to save some coins, there's the uh, low maintenance plan, which is uh, $10 a month, and you can watch in 480p. So <laughs> that's your maximum capability. You can watch in 480p. So basically, genius of the week, because this is a nice way to test out a flex on your friends, I think, here. You go to your friend's house, little innocent proposition, hey, let's turn on Stranger Things. And if it comes on in pixels, you just get to bully the guy. You're like, wow, like you're broke. Like, step up your TV game. Like, why do you subscribe to Netflix poor? Like, what are you doing? but if it comes on in 4k like sick you get to watch a great show in 4k so win-win good move by netflix here that's what i'm going Look, with i'm not i'm not a business major but to lose like 200,000 subscribers and have all these issues and you go back to the drawing board and you're like okay like this is what we're gonna do we're gonna <laughs> go to 4k 1080p and 480p and like that's your way of like I don't know, attracting people doesn't sound good to me. So um, I've, I've been hearing like, you know, some of their titles aren't that good. And you know what? Netflix, honestly, they just push out way too much content that like isn't isn't good quality. Like it's just literally the most random stuff. They throw money at it and they're like, hey, someone will watch this. Someone will watch this. They just got to like be more limited. Like HBO is way more limited. Like feel like they take time with their series fx like those types of companies like actually take time to craft their series so um instead of just changing like the viewing or like the quality of the viewing maybe like actually try and make some good series the other thing that i think hurts netflix and i don't want to make this too much of a discussion about netflix because i mean because they're a genius yeah and we got <laughs> one hour 58 of time um <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that i think hurts netflix is like they do their releases where it's like you could watch it in a day and then you just don't go back for like the next two weeks. Like you could be hyped up for something, yeah. you finish it in a day, and then it's like you never come back for like the next three weeks until you see the next thing that you're hyped about. I feel like that's like just like a bad business model. That's what I'm saying. You could finish Stranger Things in one day 
and then you're just not on Netflix for the next three months if you're just a really big Stranger Things fan. I think they should just bring episodes out every once once a week. Just do that. Aren't they adding ads too? Wow, oh, that's hurt. About that? Well, I mean, oh, that is hurt. We got to find a way to spin this positively, or I do at least. Give give me a bit, and you, you want to go ahead and read? Yeah, I will. <laughs> so my genius this week is rigorer. For those of you who aren't familiar, rigorer, rigorer, um, is a Chinese uh, like basketball shoe brand, and you might be asking, why is rigorer rigorer a like a winner this week or a genius? And it's because they just secured a big fish. Who'd they get? They got a whale, I might say. Oh, it, I know who they got. Is it my I boy know John? Got. Alex <laughs> knows who they got. Oh, it, it's a big fish. It's though. a big fish. It's a whale. It's huge. <laughs> it's a whale. Can you give me a hint and I'll try to guess? Lakers. Lake Kent Bazemore? No. Bigger. <laughs> LeBron. No. Kendrick Nunn. A little smaller. THT. Austin Reeves. Yes. <laughs> no way. Yes. No way. Yeah, they got a big fish. So they're rigorer. You know, they got to compete with like leaning, I think is another Peak. one. They got clay. Peak. Peak has got, you know, somebody I'm sure. Wave Wades. Wave Wades. <laughs> there you go. Dude, nobody's plugged into shoes in basketball with me. So they got to compete with, you know, you got Dwayne Wade, you got Clay Thompson. They're like, let's get the third horseman. Let's get Reeves. Reeves. So they get Reeves. Um, he. Signed actually a multi-year deal, and he's become he's their first endorser. So they're like, let's go out, you know, start out with a bang. And his shoe that he's going to be rocking next year, it's called the War Ender 1.0 Pro shoe. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So oh, for anybody that hasn't goodness. seen it, it looks kind of like War Ender. It, <laughs> War Ender. Ender. Yeah. So um, War Over. <laughs> um, um, maybe the wrong time yeah. to name a shoe that. So just maybe. Th- it looks kind of like. A hardened shoe or like a like a Lillard shoe, like it's like a low profile, okay. lots of colors. Mm. Yeah, so you know, Austin Reeves, I'm sure he's a colorful guy. He likes, I'm sure he had some input on that. He's like, let's put the blue, let's put the green, let's put the red. Mm. So he's got everything on there, nice splendid in, um, and he's the face of the franchise there. So big congratulations, fish there. that's yeah. huge! Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, holy. So this week we got the chinese shoe brand we got netflix and we had push d's album <laughs> we are going out sad um i'll vote for rigorer i'm voting for push t's album let's go i'm go i'm voting for rigorer adam um i'll vote for the shoes as well there's a win there's a win so the bozo of the week went to Derek carr and the genius of the week went to the Chinese basketball low-profile blue-green red Austin Reeves War Ender 1.0 Pro Shoots. Congratulations! No conclusive evidence. I don't know about you guys. Maybe if you're like big suit people, like it's a big deal for you. But I literally don't care when like NFL players or NBA players come with the blazer and then they open up the blazer and it's just like some random shit that Fortnite. like I actually don't care about. Fortnite, <laughs> the Kevin Knox. Like Fortnite, literally, wow. like I, it's the most like I don't Kevin care. Knox. I think Drake London today, he had like his just like his like number like just stitched into the blazer. Like wow, like okay, like that. Like I couldn't care less that you did that. Uh, I'm just personally not a big fan of it, so that's my no conclusive evidence. I think it's a little overrated. Dude, I remember the first year they did it, it was like it was whoa, dude, like you could do that? Like like people yeah. were blindsided and now we're like six or seven years later and it's just oh boy. 
Yikes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I also, I, I have another one I want to throw in here today. Did you guys see? So this is an NFL draft topic that many will appreciate. You guys remember Laramie Tunsil? Of course. Oh, I know what you're going to say. You I remember, do. You remember the, yeah. the famous video? Well, he's now the owner of that video. And now someone else will be the owner of that video. Is it is up for an NFT, baby? So no. Oh, and it's looking right at you, buddy. Yeah. Oh, and add that to the wallet. Toss a bit out there. Yeah. (laughs) Add that to the wallet now. Put out a fishing link and catch it. Now we're talking. How that works? I'll I'll edit that out so we're not uh, doing legal work later. But uh, no, no. No clue. Evans has genius stuff right there. Anyway, what you want to do for yours? I was going to say. So this is mainly a shot at Pro Football Focus. But um, wow. also Bleacher Report and like a lot of these like football accounts, um, like when you make these these like posts where it's like like for this player, retweet for this player, or comment for this player, like you got to have the players be at the same level because I'm tired of seeing <laughs> I'm tired of seeing like for Patrick Mahomes, comment for Lamar Jackson, retweet for Kyler Murray. That one yeah. was tough. I saw that one. Yeah, or like, so Pro Football Focus is especially bad because they will like do these. Some they like to do like redrafts. Like they they do a lot of redrafts. Redraft of 2018, number one. Obviously, you got to go with uh, Josh, Allen. Josh Allen. Number two, obviously, you got to go with Lamar and NFL MVP. Yeah. Number three, Baker. That's Jets. A- Baker's going to the Jets. That's <laughs> yeah. Scorcher. So, I mean, when you make these posts, I just, you know, no conclusive evidence. You got to vet it a little bit better. Just like <laughs> fact check it, run it by somebody before you just press the send. Maybe they should hire I you agree. For that. Yeah. I'd be happy this, to. This is, this is kind of similar, but, but I, when like those accounts, like they'll do like a, okay, like which wide receiver are you picking? And it's like 30. And it's like, I don't think anyone's taking Cole Beasley. Like, <laughs> why is he in this graphic? Like, what's going on here? Beasley, so, yeah, kind of the same. Amendola thing. or Edelman out of retirement? Yeah. Which one do yeah. you want? Yeah, but who do you yeah. want for the next five years? It'll be like Jordan Poole, <laughs> Darius Garland, or THT. And, yeah. <laughs> who do you want for the next five years? Wiggins? Do you want? Uh, Will Barton or do you or Chris want Dunn. LeBron? <laughs> Cookie, Cookie's taking Barton there. Yeah, LeBron's Cookie, the third choice. Cookie circled Barton yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, okay. That was a 10. It was. Yeah. Absolute 10. I think we gave the people what they wanted by going for two hours. Yeah. Double feature. Um, I was, yeah, double feature, like yeah. Pusha T's album, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also a 10, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah. I'm sure that if the people haven't, you know, exited the podcast after Alex's review to hear it already, I'm sure they will now. Um, I don't know. Anything you want to say? For Are you going to throw a little montage in here? I will throw the montage at the end. So stay, like, don't click off the podcast right now. You, you got something good coming to you for the next five minutes. But does anybody want to say anything before we go? Enjoy the NBA playoffs. Second round's looking like it's going to be a banger. And uh, cheer for the Flames and Oilers. Yeah. Wow. Cheer for the no Oilers is all I heard. Anyway, you want to say something? Nah, I'm cheering for the Flames and Oilers too. I'm cheering for the for Oilers. That. That's what I heard. I love it. Yeah, I'm just cheering for the Flames, but yeah, nothing else to add. I heard cheer for the Oilers. It's funny. <laughs> um, no, thank you guys for uh, listening to the first season. It was good. 
got some exciting stuff planned maybe for the second season <laughs> maybe <laughs> depending on how things go in the next couple of weeks might maybe. go like episode 100 yeah uh-huh. you never know but we've we've been renewed for the second season that's all that matters that's right so you've got us for another year you're stuck fortunately it's just the way it goes i love it though all right i'll put in that uh montage here yeah i'm tired i'm ready to go to bed but (laughs) (laughs) all right see you guys in the middle of the month bye i'll build on that loser my loser was gonna be us and specifically me if you're cheering after every time spider-man shoots a freaking web um (laughs) like you need a theater for the record on alex's computer he has three picks locked in and it's just the first three games i'm working on it he's slowly grinding they you told the, the listeners to bet on the Steelers. If you didn't understand the comedy in that a little <laughs> bit, then come on. To be fair, I just, sometimes I go on Twitter and when I read things, I just read them and just like, I don't know if they're true or not. It's Carson okay. Wentz on Saturday morning would have been Dude, sick. Yeah, the Dolphins true. would have been lit too in there. <laughs> Actually, can you imagine that? <laughs> you guys want to watch the Falcons too? <laughs> what? You, you didn't get Broncos? enough Dolphins. <laughs> so... Today was the, today, so they. Uh, t- I guess today is when they announced it. I don't know when the vote happened. <laughs> Shaky I, start. Close your eyes. Turn around right now. I got, I got this thing I do. Pulls out his jumper cable. <laughs> I got this thing I do. Pulls them out of his pocket. He literally wears clothes to any game. The most basic clothes I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. whoa! He came with the drip. He's gonna drip all over Cincinnati. <laughs> Shut up. I really just want to see the defenses go at it. I what? feel, I feel, I feel, I, feel I, 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 I just want to. See. This guy loves football. You guys don't want to talk me. about where Ben Simmons is gonna get. Do <laughs> you guys don't want to do that? Because the Rams have been using lime green, and I think that's like leaked info. What's your source? Random TikTok comment. Uh, oh, oh, a comment. Just a yeah. comment. Oh, 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 well, what the hell? I'm gonna take a mortgage <laughs> out. Oh my God, I'm so know, dumb, dude. dude. There is a kid in Toronto that's possibly next. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, the oh. game ends. There's like five of us sitting on the couch. Like, who's gonna be MVP? Like Donald Cub. Who's gonna? And then they just switch to two minute countdown. Yeah. Women's mono yeah. Bob. They should do one for life. Like a one time airdrop. Change it now. In the 24 hours it expires. Because I'm telling you, airdrop. this is like airdrop. They got some like that. <laughs> You win and you're like, nice, like, can I get the 1K? And he's like, already already claimed. (laughs) Charles Oakley says that Giannis would come off the bench if he played in the 90s or the 80s. No conclusive evidence. (laughs) You need to watch more basketball. No, you can't go to 1912 in the 40X. The pregame warm-up shirt that he was wearing, it sold at an auction. Can you guess how much it sold for? Uh, 1.2 million. Okay, lower. You got to go lower. (laughs) Adam Silver was there. You had uh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld was there. You got Bet- Shane Battier was there. You got so oh. many guys. Adam Silver, <laughs> Seinfeld, and Shane Battier. That Three was just A-listers. The that, that was just the one that came off the top of my head. Yeah, 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 Hawkeye. You got to time it right. Those guys said you got to time it right. Because they're not rearranging you during computer lab. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a great point. That like, is They're, true. they're that not is doing true. that. Because you're already logged in, dude. Dude, like, you're, you're, you're already logged in. Like, you're already logged in, bro. Like, <laughs> when you go to basketball practice, you open your bag up, and your shoes aren't there. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 o
I remember I catch the ball and they're like, Phil, Phil's got the ball, Phil. I'm like, oh yeah, let's go. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> Sometimes you're like on the car ride to the soccer center 35 minutes away. <laughs> and you're like, sometimes, eh? Yeah. And you're like 22 minutes there. So you're like right at the point where it's like, if I go home and go back, I'm not even going to make it. <laughs> You start to put everything else on except the shoes. Yeah. You're like, okay, well, like. Oh, big show like, up last. Yeah. Yeah. Are we looking nice though? Who, Canada or Algeria? I think Bill Belichick was like, we don't even need to pay Tom. Like, I'm so smart. <laughs> yeah. We don't even need Tom. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, let's bring in Cam Newton. <laughs> <laughs> Just having that moment, my agent wanted to kiss me in the mouth. That's what he said. I'm not sure what he meant by in the mouth. <laughs> So I'm locked in and we're like two thirds through the movie and this kid just turns to me and he's like, can we leave? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like this movie's sick. And he's like, they're not talking. And I'm like, I know they're not talking. <laughs> it's not that I've been staring at screens for five hours. Like it has to be the hat I'm wearing in my glasses. So I took them both off. I do not want to go to a music festival. It's at the bottom of the list of the things I would do in my life anywhere. So Phil thinks it's like Bear Grylls camping. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's worse. No water. Food. Yeah. yeah. You're Drink sleeping on a tarmac, <laughs> dude. It's worse. Get him Wait, like give a him something. Give him an iPad. Yeah, Get an him iPad. A... Yeah. Old guys love iPads. Come on. Get him like an Oculus or something. Oh, that, he might have a heart attack. <laughs>